Blog Talk Radio. This week we will focus on little-known African-American and African inventors. Our first inventor is Dr. Philip Imagwali, a native of Nigeria who comes from very humble beginnings. At the age of 14, he had to drop out of school because his father could not afford to continue to pay the tuition. His father decided to teach him at home, giving him mental exercises such as performing 100 math problems in one hour. Imagwali believed that the only way out of his poverty-stricken area was to attain an education that would continue to prosper him for many, many years to come. This brilliant scientist also has a very impressive resume, which includes creating the world's fastest computer, creating ways of making oil fields more productive, Today, his computers are also used to predict weather and situations of global warming. Come on, I need some energy. Come on! Get up, get up, get up. 
another episode of Blog Talk Radio. This is the host, Brother Seth, Cousin Seth, Daddy Seth, Uncle Seth. I am the grandson of Azalee Douglas Booker. And we got a little Rose Royce playing in the background. Y'all remember Car Wash? That used to be the jam back in the day. Well, how's the family doing tonight? Hopefully everybody's doing wonderful, blessed, highly favored. I know it's super spiritual talk, but there are some people actually walking around in this family that are blessed, and they are highly favored. Most of the things they go to touch to do is blessed. And believe it or not, folks, they're in your family. So anyway, I want to welcome everyone to another episode of Blog Talk Radio. This is the Douglas Kennedy Family and Friends Network. And uh, today is the 29th of November. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and just read the show's description. And do want to apologize for that little delay after the the homage we played to the uh, great inventor out of Africa. Go go back and check that out, those of you that might have missed that. Very powerful brother out of Africa that invented the fastest computer. Still to this day, nothing faster than what uh, Philip... Uh, Imogali, I can never say his name, uh, Imogali, E-M-E-A-G-W-A-L-I, but he's credited for creating the fastest computer in the world. But anyway, here's the show's description for those of you that just have the phone number, you didn't get a text, or you didn't, you don't have any idea of what's happening tonight. Here's what's coming your way. Earlier, I noted this, the Douglas Kennedy Family Friends Network, and I went on to say, peace family, a people who seek the heart of the creator. We declare that by faith. Tuesday night, November the 29th, 2016, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, we are entertained, inspired, educated on our family radio blog show. We welcome Eddie Douglas Booker, great-great-granddaughter, Tawana Moore Hill. This is also Kevin Spann's daughter. Also, we have other exciting activities and important news and information coming your way. Tell a family member, and let's have a blast. That was done on earlier today, and that was sent out to many of you. Hopefully you got that message. Uh, but if not, there you have it. So anyway, I want to go ahead and not, hold, not wait another further and go ahead and bring my co-host all the way from Austin, Texas, the one and only Miss Darlene Douglas. Darlene, how are you doing tonight? Hold on a second, my computer. There we go. Hold on. This computer. Hold on one second, darling. Okay. Uh, okay. This, okay, there we go. Now, darling, how are you doing tonight? I'm great. How about you? Oh, I'm doing okay. Just had that little glitch at the beginning, but I don't think it was no more than about a minute and a half. But uh, we'll get that finished one of these, uh, get that fixed one of these days when these computers become fast enough to keep up with me. So how are you doing tonight, cousin? I haven't mm-hmm. talked to you in a couple of weeks. Well, on the air anyway. So just say hello to the family. Hello, family. I hope all's well out there in the radio land. Yes, yes, yes. Blog Radio Land, you're absolutely right. 
And I want to thank those again that's on the phone lines early, early, early. I see you, Bubba Jack. I see you. I see you. And the private caller, I see you as well. Thank you all for being early. And all the others that's on the phone line, thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, we're just ticking right along. we over our uh, 50th show now, family, for sure. And uh, we just keep this thing going. I noticed that we still are averaging hundreds uh, every week. And as long as hundreds, when I say hundreds, I mean hundreds of listens. We are, darling, still averaging hundreds a week and listening. What do you think of that? That's great. We're making progress. Yes, I think so. I think so. Well, darling, we have a lot uh, coming coming uh, the family's way tonight. And um, uh, do you know uh, Miss uh, Tawana Morehill? Do know her. Well, I know you know that was kind of a dumb question. Let me add, let me rephrase that. Have you had ch- time to spend with Miss Hill Tawana? Have you had time to just kind of do you know more of her other than on just Facebook or or not? I know she has a business, and hopefully she'll talk about that tonight. Um, just meeting at family reunion. Okay. Um, yeah, I think I've okay. met so her you, you three times. Yeah, okay. so you know her pretty much like I do. And and, and I want to say something real quick about this, this over-talking that I have a bad habit of doing, folks, because somebody mentioned that uh, not too long ago, and I think I made them understand. This is a blog show, folks, and oftentimes you'll hear me just trip over darling or she'll trip over me or Don. We can't see each other, and so it's hard to determine sometimes when somebody's done. I've been aiming on telling the family that for, for, for weeks now, and I keep forgetting. So I ask you again, remember we only have two rules on this show, to be positive and to be patient. So I ask y'all's patience with that because I can't see darling, and sometimes I think she's done, and then she keeps talking, then I'll keep talking. So and vice versa with Don, he can't see me, and when you're looking at people, when they get done talking, they oftentimes body languages they'll look away, or they'll, if they if they're talking with their hands, their hands will go down, and that means they're done. We can't see that. That's the one thing about most blog shows. If you notice, sometimes fans you listen to other blog shows, when the guests get to talking, they'll say, "I'm, I'm done." They'll come in and they'll say, I'm done. And then another person come in, I'm done. They're telling the person, you go, because I'm done. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. I, w- I don't want to do that. It sounds corny. So I don't do that. But uh, just so y'all know, we, we do love each other on this family show, and that may happen sometime. I'm so glad I got that away to, out, out of the way because I've been aiming to say that. But anyway, darling, cousin darling, uh, what do you think uh, about how we just continue ticking with these shows? And uh, how are you feeling now, you... Um, what do you think? I mean, well, I am liking the progress. I know uh, you were a little worried about going every other week, but I think it's great. I think it's great, and we have we have climbed some mountains. Um, yes, it's been a year. It's been a year now. Well, a little over a year. Yes, 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 and I'll tell you something I've noticed on the uh, on the uh, Facebook. I've noticed people are liking each other photos and, and family uh, outings and stuff, and I don't think that was before. So, again, this is a slow process. I must be. I must admit it's slower than I care for it to be. I really thought that it it would uh, be a little bit more. Um, you know, the father had to kind of. 
talk to me, and I know I know he did, folks. He does speak to us and kind of let me know, uh, as well as through one of our guests, if you remember, uh, a guest we had on, he did the same thing, encouraged me to keep going, along with many family members that have said also, I don't want to forget the family that have also encouraged me to keep going. But it's, it's we, and I'm glad we're talking about this. This is good stuff here. But uh, I was really concerned about just not having the kind of, uh, how can I say it, not having the kind of uh, um, responses. You know, we're trying to get people involved and, 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 and I guess people are just really busy, darling, and they just they love the family because you can't get this many listens if people really wasn't um, interested. So I know they're interested. I know they're out there. You can't get hundreds. I mean, I did do these blogs, folks, and I, and I don't think blog talk is lying or anything. I do think we have just that many people that listen. But for whatever reason, they don't want to get involved. They don't, they don't often like, like to comment on the line. Um, and, I can, and I'm telling you, sometimes the line is just full of people. And you know they're real because when they go off, they they hang up. You know, uh, I mean, all I'm saying is, I wish there was more participation, cousin. I really do. I wish more people would call. I wish more people commented. I wish more people got involved on the Nisbell page and and put more stuff out there. But and I'm not talking about family that you got to do this every day, every day. You know, you, we have lives. We have lives, and darling, and I have lives as well. Believe me, we used to talk one while like every day and. It's getting almost, I hear from her sometimes, like three times a week or something. So everything is, we're busy, you know, especially, darling, back in tax season. So we do have a life. I have daughter, son, wife, job, friends. Uh, you know, I, I'm just talking tonight, darling. But uh, I actually meet with ministers sometime. I'm going to start doing more on Mondays. And I meet with some another family we kind of adopted here on the weekends. We're going to be meeting with them more. And, this is quite a few things I do during the week. I won't mention everything, but I'm not just twirling my thumbs, family. I have a life, and these shows are a challenge. So we went there every two weeks that helped us out, but I just want the family to know that we really wish you'd get a little bit more involved. Wouldn't you say that, darling? I would. I would. Yes, but yes. That's let's, all. let's just let them do that on their own terms. Yes, yes, but sometimes you have to let people know. I think sometimes, darling, people, because I be so positive on this show, darling, and they think that everything is wonderful. We got it. We every everything okay. Sometimes you gotta let people know. Here's an area that's not okay, and they go, "Oh, I didn't know that." And then people might respond. But tonight, tonight again, we have the one and only Miss Tawana Moore Hill. She'll be coming your way. Uh, roughly, she said she'd be available at nine o'clock Central Standard Time. And so we got a little time uh, between now and then. And uh, several things we want to do tonight, folks. Uh, several things coming your way. E Courage is coming your way, for one. Uh, family Tasha is coming your way. Y'all want to hear from Tasha? Yeah, she's going to be coming your way. And I have a special little segment of Did You Know? I really want to know what y'all think of this particular segment. And some other things coming your way. We won't mention everything, just where you'll kind of be looking for some things. But. Uh, I want at this time, if it's okay with you, darling, switch to and let's just do the birthdays, okay? You have birthdays for November? I do. This is a short All right, well, let's list, go ahead and do so. the birthday. Go ahead. It's a short list, but I do have them. Okay, let me get some little music up like we have to have something count. Let's try this little song. This will be different. Just hold on one second. Get this going, darling. Yeah. 
Look out there. Okay, what you got, darling? Okay, uh, we have Angelo Hill Jr., which is November the 6th. Okay, and that's to one of that Angelo Hill? Angelo Hill oh. Jr. Okay, that's Tawana Moore. That's our guest's son. And when, what day was that his birthday? I believe November the 6th. And if it's not, she can correct me when she comes well, up. Well, happy birthday. Happy belated birthday, I should say. Okay, then we have Cassandra Booker on the 12th. Okay. Which is happy belated, Cassandra. Caleb Von Howard. Okay, Caleb is, uh, that's a name you don't hear very often. Caleb, he's a young man, one of the youngsters in the family. He's probably about 22, something like that. I think Caleb is about that, about that age. And he's my youngest sister's son. We call him Moppy. His name is Verna. We nickname him Moppy. That's Moppy's son, Caleb. Very smart young man. Go ahead. Okay. Mars Dwayne Turner, <clears throat> the 26th. Mar- yeah, Mars' birthday was the 26th. Uh, happy belated birthday, Mars. That's my brother. Okay, Otis Duvall, November the 16th. Yeah, Otis was a guest on the show. Everybody should know who he is. And his birthday <laughs> was on when? 16th. Mm. All these birthdays have passed. Happy belated. Mm-hmm. Happy belated. We have, you know, now that you said it, every single one has passed. Uh, Linda Spain Hood, the 26th. Yeah, and I said last time I was listening to the show, I listen to the show sometime if I can, another, after the show goes off, and I said that I knew her, so I want to correct that. I don't really know Linda Hood, I haven't talked with her, but she's one of those persons on Facebook that likes some of my photos. Again, family, we are meeting each other via Facebook, so that's what I wanted to say about my last week's comment on her, so I do know her by way of Facebook. Go ahead. Happy belated. Jason Carroll? Jason Carroll. Carol. I don't remember seeing that name. Okay. Do you I ring a bell? Um, mm, I'm not sure who he is, but I think we said this the last time, too. We was hoping somebody would tell us. And then... Yeah, the family, oh, and let me say... Go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, family, if you know who Jason is, just go ahead and press one of your phone lines. Y'all don't be shy tonight. Come on, speak to us tonight and let us know. We got a phone line full of people. If y'all know who Jason is, just press one. We want our family to feel welcome and uh, not not a stranger. So if you know who, educate us, connect us. Go ahead. Happy birthday, though. Prentice, Prentice Keith Douglas. If I'm not mistaken, he is Uncle Dugan's side of the family. Okay. Well, happy belated. Art Womack, the 14th. And that is my aunt. What was the last name? Womack. He is my aunt Iopa's son-in-law. And uh, well, happy belated birthday. Martin Shaw is um, Don's son. He's the one that let us know that. 
a couple of weeks ago. Okay, and of course we had an anniversary. And happy birthday to Martin. Happy birthday to Martin. Go ahead. Anniversary. We have uh, Oscar and Rotasha the 14th. And we have Kevin and Rosetta the 6th. Well, I want to say to uh, those um, with the anniversaries, happy anniversary. And uh, marriage is hard work. It's a lot of years. A lot of years there. Right. Is that all you got? That's it. It's a short... Well, again, happy birthday. Go ahead. (laughs) It's it's a short month. I just don't have the information. Well, again, family, happy birthday, happy belated birthday to those family members. Uh, I know some people say, why do y'all talk about birthdays that they already passed? We just want to mention family names as often as possible on this show. We want to mention the more the better. We want to keep mentioning names because, it, you know, it's very encouraging to hear your name on these shows. Um, and, and the more we hear you, that's why we, that's why we do it more than just one time a month. Uh, every time... Um, we mentioned your name. Somebody found out a little bit more about you. So anyway, thank you, darling, for that. Thank you very much for that. Um, Also, darling, you was telling me uh, Ivory may be stopping by. You want to kind of let everybody know what's going on with that? Um, My niece works at Ohio University, so she was there doing, originally they said the shooting, but it was more like a guy driving his car. She may be on. Do you see her number? Uh, Ivory, if you are on, please press 1. Because I'm looking, 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 looking. I see several. Okay. I think we finally have spotted her. So, okay. Ivory is in the house. And so what we'll do is we'll go straight to the phone lines and bring her on. Area code 512-557. Ivory, you there? Yes, I am. <laughs> How you doing, young lady? I'm doing well. How are you? <laughs> well, uh, um, I'm anxious to hear uh, uh, your account of what happened there at Ohio State. Thank you, darling, for bringing her on. And, and I thought it was a very good idea that you all hooked up to come on the show. Why don't you go ahead and just kind of let the family know what happened and what you know. And Because we know the news is going to tell us so much. There ain't nothing like having some boots on the ground, so to speak. And so, just what are you? What, what? How did you feel? First of all, first of all, how are you? How are you doing after the situation? Did it rattle your cage at all? Um, can you all hear me? Okay. Yeah, well, you're perfect. It, no, she's okay. a little low. You're a little low. Okay. Um, okay, I'm. I I'm actually just fine. visiting. You can hear me. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I, I'm doing well. Um, I think it helped for me at least that I was not personally on the scene and didn't witness any of the activity that happened. Um, but it was definitely, um, it definitely did shake me up a little bit and, um, having to kind of try to stay calm around some of our students that we work with and all that, um, was a little crazy. And it was actually, um, they had suspicions that the, 
second suspect was in the building that I worked in, so we had to evacuate our building. And our building was surrounded by police and SWAT teams, and um, I wasn't able to go back into the building until the next day. Wow. How did it feel? Yeah. I mean, I know this is kind of maybe a dumb question. Obviously, you was afraid and all that, but, I mean, y'all exiting the building, was it? Was there panic? Were people just kind of like not weird because of the police presence? How was that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think... For the most part, everybody, you know, everybody was a little, was, was definitely a little panicked because nobody knew exactly what was going on. And um, Ohio State gives um, what what they call a Buckeye alert. And so a Buckeye alert is basically a text message that is sent to um, all staff, students, and faculty. And so the message that we got was that there was an active shooter on campus and to run, hide, fight. So that was the only message that we had. We didn't know where this person was. Um, we didn't know how bad it was. No, we didn't know anything. That was just all we knew. And then um, while we were in our building, we got um, our fire alarm went off, and they told us to evacuate the building. And so we're like, what? Why do we? I, like, I thought we were supposed to hide or something. Like, why, why are we leaving the building? We don't know where this <laughs> person is. Um, so, yeah, it was definitely a little panicked. I think at first I was not as nervous until I um, seen, you know, my director of my office and everything, like, you know, really looking panicky, and everybody was almost running out the door. So, Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. A lot of relatives calling you, trying to see what's going on, I would assume. Oh yeah, yeah. A lot of a lot of phone calls, a lot of text messages, um, a lot of Facebook messages, and um, so I mean, I definitely appreciate everybody kind of reaching out and um, people that I didn't even know had my phone number, was, you know, were calling me and checking out in on me. So I definitely appreciate that. And so I, um, after so many people have been calling and texting, I made sure and posted a status on Facebook so everybody knew that I was safe. Wow. Well, after you heard, uh, darling, you got anything for as far as because I want to ask all the questions here. You know me; I'll get, I'll just keep going. You got anything? Yeah, you had told me that you was in an apartment. Was it somebody you knew? Apartment that they urged you all to? Yeah. So um, I worked with a group of students. They're um, they're called peer leaders, and so we were all in the building that I work in, and as we were evacuating the building, one of the students actually lived really close to campus and said, oh, like, you all can just come into my apartment. So um, about 10, 15 of my coworkers, we were all in the student's apartment just kind of hiding out and waiting until um, we received word that campus was safe. So did you well, all put something against the door, or windows, or anything, or y'all was just there on laying on the floor, or just sitting on the couch, listening to music, or what? <laughs> um, we were we were sitting on the couch, or I mean, her, she had a pretty small apartment, so sitting on the couch on um, on a stairway, different things like that. We um, the SWAT team was kind of also because we were still pretty close to campus, but we were off campus, so um, the SWAT team was um, also surrounding the office. And so I think we felt pretty secure um, that we didn't need to necessarily lay on the ground or anything like that. Um, but, but yeah, so we were just, we were sitting in there, and then um, 
a lot of us were watching the news and everything on our phones because at that time we still didn't know exactly what was going on or what happened. So we were trying to find out, too, what was going on. Wow. Okay. Wow. So how did you feel this morning when you went back to work? Um, I mean, honestly, I, I would have loved if we could have gotten another day off. It was kind of tough to <laughs> have to go back in and, you know, almost act like nothing happened the day before and just have to get back to work on the projects and, you know, keep going about the day as if, you know, nothing happened. So. Wow. Let me ask you this, Ivory. Uh, first of all, again, thank you for coming on. And, folks, so I see some people just tuning in. Again, you're listening to the Douglas Kennedy Family Affairs Network, and tonight we're just doing several things. But right now we're talking to Ivory about the situation in um, Ohio at o- Ohio State University. She was actually there um, firsthand to experience this, and that's what's happening. But, um, Ivory, i got a question for you. Once you found out what had happened, who they caught and everything, what was your feelings about the guy and what he said? It's, of course, we definitely don't agree with what he did. I want to make that clear. Mm-hmm. But uh, what did you feel? I've heard lots of people, uh, different responses to what he was trying to do in lieu of Trump and and just feeling mm-hmm. pushed out of society, so to speak. You know, uh, with you know, we're going to get a lot of this, unfortunately, family, and I don't speak it on us as a family, but I do think it's going to come because of the environment we have been, have been created with this with this personality. But what do you think? What What's your thoughts? I mean, uh, you're there, you're at a campus, you see the kids every day, and, and, and he said he was not happy about the way they was treated by the police. What's your, or have you heard that yet? Yeah, so I actually have not, um, looked at um, the things that he posted in the Lantern and, and all those things yet myself personally, but I have heard a lot from other people. Um, I just kind of had to take a break a little bit from all the things that were going on in the media. But, um, I mean, my my initial thought is, you know, definitely I think it's always sad for anybody to lose their life. Um, and I, uh, I always just think about people's mental health, and I think that people should – just kind of take care of that a lot more and be aware of their mental stability than they actually do. Uh, but, I mean, I think that that is definitely an issue, not just on Ohio State's campus, but on campuses everywhere, especially with a lot of the rhetoric that um, President-elect Trump has been saying about um, foreign people um, and how he has just been kind of talking about them. So I think just that sense of safety um, for Muslim students has been definitely a concern across the nation. And so um, I, I'm not surprised that he felt that way. But, um, I'm, I mean, I'm definitely sad that, you know, he maybe wasn't able to get the help or support that he needed to, um, to not react in this way. But, yeah, those are those are just kind of my thoughts. I did I answer your question? Yeah, you did. And, and and you know what was sad? I thought is they showed his graduation picture when he was jumping up and down after he got his diploma, and it's just sad to see a young man. You know, he was excited and optimistic about his future after receiving his uh, degree and everything, and then to see uh, or whatever that um, whatever he was receiving, it was some type of ceremony. He was very excited. 
And it's just sad mm-hmm. to see it end like this when I feel him. I really feel him. I went to Subway today, and a, a gentleman came behind me last name, Abdul, obvious Muslim. And, I mean, he was just talking, and he did a long, one lady put something wrong on his sandwich, and he said, and he was a little upset, you can tell, emotionally. But there's another lady who didn't have nothing to do with the situation told him, calm down, calm down. And it's that kind of stuff. And he said, what do you mean calm down? He said to her, what do you mean calm down? And I kind of interceded, and I told the lady, I said, he's calm, everything's cool, he's calm. And he really was, but I was trying to send messages to both of them, you know. And Muslims go through a lot, and it's coming with Christians. Mm-hmm with Christians that yeah. go through a lot. And uh, I just mm-hmm. kind of feel for them with Trump. It's just really not a good time in history to me. But uh, let me ask you this. Uh, what do you think the – I heard there's a lot of um, – uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? A lot of church attendance, a lot of uh, – help me out, y'all, uh, when they have the visuals, visuals. A lot of visuals around the campus. Um, what's the scene like uh, – Last you seen. Okay. Yeah, um, I'm, I haven't been as active around a ton of students. I know that um, we were having a, I, I believe, a visual um, on our campus today at 7, but I left after work today. Um, but, I mean, I think a lot of students, at least from some of the students that I work with in, their, in our office, are still really just processing everything and, you know, just trying to keep going because it's pretty much right in the middle of, like, finals are about to start for all the students. And, you know, so everybody's really just trying to keep going and trying to trying to stay focused um, despite how kind of scared and frantic they're feeling. So it, it's definitely been a tough time. And um, I have um, some of my friends that were in um, – my graduate program, the same graduate program that I recently graduated from, they were actually um, they actually witnessed on site everything that happened. Um, so they are really kind of really just struggling a lot, and I know a lot of them have actually um, went home and you know just just left the campus for a while. So I know a couple of students wow. have done that across campus that just decided to go home for a day or, or maybe the rest of the week or, you know, different things of that nature. But Wow. Yeah, I think yeah, everybody's just kind of handling it a little differently. Well, you can, uh, you can Thank imagine. You uh, darling, anything? Anything else? I don't think she's ever been that No. Okay, okay. Well, listen, Miss Ivory, thank you for stopping by and, and giving us an account of what's going on at Ohio State. We really appreciate that. And just the fact that you was there, I thought about you. And so uh, I'm just so glad to know that everything's okay and that uh, hopefully the mental state of the student will be uh, equally okay as well because uh, I just got this feeling and I, I just I know how we on this thing where we don't want to speak certain things and put it out in the atmosphere. But you know what, Ari, before you run, I'm going to say this to you and Darlene and family listening. We cannot stop reality. And God has always had prophets, ministers, even laymen speaking. When he sees something coming, he would use people to to, to alert, kind of like a, a, a watchman on the wall type of thing. So a lot of times when I'm saying I feel some. I'm saying I'm the voice of God and I like that because I can miss it too. But a lot of times 
it's just nothing more than a watchman on the wall. I feel like something is about to come to, in, upon this nation that we have never seen in a long time. It's already happened, folks. You don't have to listen to me. Just watch the news. They say hate crimes is up by uh, three times, thirty uh, percent. I think it, I think that's what I last heard since Trump been on the scene. So anyway, folks. I mean, since he's been elect president elect. So anyway, Ivory. Any last words you want to say to the family? They're listening. They're listening in thirteen states. You got. The ear of the family tonight. Those that are not listening tonight will probably listen tomorrow, sometime next week. So, any last words you have to say about the situation in Ohio, uh, at Ohio State, that happened? Any, any, not anything you got you glean from it that you might want to share? Um, I mean, I think I would just say, in general, everybody, wherever you are, be aware of your surroundings. Um, be safe. You know, think about you know, walking in dark areas by yourself or anything of that nature. Um, I also am a strong advocate for um, taking care of your mental health. And so I know that I think, in my opinion, I don't think people do that enough. I I don't think black people do that enough. Um, So whether, you know, it's being a therapist or whether it's just talking to family or having somebody that you can go to and, and talk to and process things, I think that that is really important. So, I would just definitely um, encourage people to make sure that they're getting the help and support that they need um, and to stay safe. Well, and that's good advice. And that's good advice. Well, listen, cousin, thank you very much. Again, here, nice hearing your voice. I remember the interview you came on. Still, thank you for that. You know, believe it or not, people are still listening to that. Because once it's recorded, a lot of people go back and listen to old shows, especially if they go up and down the Ed Nisbell page, they see these shows and they can click on it. So thanks again for everything, uh, Ivor. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Love y'all. Love you, too. You Love take you too. care. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye. Wow. That was serious. Uh, having to be rushed away, uh, police presence. Having been rushed away can make your blood really rush, you know? I mean, you really can. <laughs> well, folks, listen, um, I think, uh, darling, you wanted to do something else with um, Robbie. Uh, um, if I remember correct, Robbie's supposed to be calling, and she may be on one. I think this may be her number. Robbie, if you're in the house, go ahead and press 1. I think that's her number. I could be wrong. Um, but if you're in the house, press 1, and you were saying that Robbie's going to be calling anyway sometime tonight. For what reason again? Uh, she's going to give us an update on the Alaskan cruise. Okay, okay. Well, before she come on, what do you think of uh, what your cousin just shared? That's pretty tra- traumatic, right? That's my niece. Niece, my bad. It's you my know, niece. I'm learning. And, um, you know, my heart just dropped when I was at work. I went in the break room and I saw it on the TV, and it was like, it was all I could do to work that day, but... You know, I text her and she texts back, you know. And, well, no, first of all, I call her dad, my brother Stanley. And uh, he he told me he just heard from her and she's safe. So, you know, that was oh, that was some very good news, very good news. So. Well, I got to just share a little by faith. And, you know, uh, I'm not just being spooky religious here. Uh, folks, we got to constantly trust God in and out of danger, you know, every day. We got to get closer. I think there's always been a time, darling, to get close to God, but I really think you see 
even more. It's even more important now. Well, listen, let's go to the phone lines. I think this is Robbie. Eric code 469-803. Go ahead, Robbie. You are on the air. Good evening, everyone. Hi, well, how are you doing? Robbie? I am yes. doing blessed. I am blessed. How is everyone doing? Hello, family. Doing great, doing great. And, Robbie, you know something I forgot to do? I'm going to ask you to do it now. And But before you do it, uh, uh, darling, tell everybody how Ivory was related. Then we'll talk about how Robbie is related. we got to remember, a lot of people don't know a lot of people. Go ahead. Okay, Ivory, the young lady that just spoke, is my niece. She is my brother Stanley's daughter. Okay, all right. And Miss Robbie, go ahead and let everybody know how you're related, which we everybody should know you, but still, please. I am Ed and Isabel, great granddaughter, granddaughter of MB Douglas and the daughter of Ernestine Douglas. Yes, who passed recently. Well, cousin, good to hear your voice. I haven't talked to you in a while. Don't don't chew me out for not calling you. I promise you I got all kind of alibis. No, I, but uh I, I, good- I was, uh, I'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone needs to know that me and you had a bond there. And since you don't talk to me anymore, I just want to say I'll wait. I'm going to be nice. <clears throat> yeah, well, you know, we got that. that <laughs> yeah, you said that right. But it's <laughs> good to hear your voice. And- and uh, I thought about you at Thanksgiving, but I said, man, I ain't going to be asked, calling a woman, asking her what they got. Uh, say, you just call me when the food comes. So I said I'd wait till, I, you know. And so. Oh, How was, was your Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, though? I I think I did too much cooking because after, after the second pan of dressing came out, I went to the couch and covered up, okay? Really? I made too much. I made too much food, and my son, my baby son, cannot ask me again to cook. Wow. No. I am tired. I am tired. Okay, I love to cook, right? I mean, I love to cook. I get people You talk about it all the time, yep. Yeah, I love to cook. But I want to cook when I want to cook. And once I plan a menu, it's like I'm adding extra on there. Then when I get through, all this food is just laid out, and I'm going like, wow, you did that. Okay? But, you know, I'm getting a little young. You know, I'm 21. (laughs) (laughs) I can't be doing all that cooking. All right. That's what I got them daughters for. Okay. The cake and the pies and, you know, it was a lot of sweet potato pies, pecan pies, and banana pudding, and fruit salad, potato salad, greens, dressing. You know, that's wow. enough. That's Ooh. enough. <laughs> wow. Wow. I, we cook, okay? So if you'd have said, Robbie, I need a plate, I'd have told you, you had to come get it, because <laughs> I wouldn't bring it in. Well, I wouldn't nice. I, I hope everybody else had a nice Thanksgiving. Yeah, I, I as well. Well, what do y'all have, you and Darling? What y'all, what's, what's on the, what y'all got? Uh, well, we, I'm doing a seven days Atlanta cruise, and uh, it's on board Norwegian Sun, and it's around trip Vancouver. It's 
is for September 18th, September the 18th through the 25th, 2017. Now, I'm trying to get a group going, so I'm really asking the family to support me on this and, you know, give a, you know, pass it along to someone, to friends, families, distant family or whatever, and ask them, you know, to see, you know, just put the information out there. Because once I get the group going, it's going to be amazing growth, you know, where I will be able to buy T-shirts. So when we all meet up, we got T-shirts on the like just for that first greet and meet day. And then before the, the cruise date is over, you know, we get together and decide where we want to go to next. So, you know, it's, it's, I, I, I'm looking at it in a spiritual way that God would bless me to get this going. Because 2018, I'm I'm already working on 2018. A lot of them that I had for Hawaii, I got the the price. I mean, the price was too expensive for some, so I put it out for 2018, you know, to go to Hawaii. Because Hawaii is expensive. But what you have to understand, you know, I was asking a lady when I was on the cruise this year about, was talking to her about it, and she said, Oh, I don't think, I mean, I, I'm a carnival person, and I'm going like, okay, but you, you're looking at the quality, you know, everything, yes, carnival gets a, a lot of sales because they're lower, but you're looking at the quality of what, you, what you're dealing with. So I'm just asking everyone to support me on this uh, seven-day Atlanta cruise and pass it along and everything. All right. Well, I applaud you for trying to do something with the family like that. That's very important. I applaud you for that. That is something. Um, I mean, it, it doesn't have to be for the family, you know, set. Just get to talk. I mean, you know, if they talk to their friends, you know, get some males up in there. You know, let's get let's get it going. You know, I'm, no, seriously, because I am – you know, when you're getting up here, you're looking at, okay, it, it's not just a woman. It's not a women thing. It's a men thing, too. You know, let's, you know, let's have some fun, meet and greet, spiritual thing. I mean, it, it's all about co- connecting and communicate. We we sit up here and look at the election, and we hear, I'm a Trump supporter. I'm a Clinton supporter. But on the cruise ship, nobody cared about who, who you supported. You know, nobody was out there shooting up people's on the ship. It just shows you we can all get together, connect, and have a nice time. I mean, I met some great people on on the cruise this year. Yeah. Also, also, I am working on the plane fare to there. And today I was able to not actually secure it, but I found plane fare for a little over $400 to Vancouver and back. And that's a good price. I mean, you know, if you start looking for your tickets early, you know, because anytime I go on a cruise, I start looking for my ticket early. Like when we all went out to San Juan, you know, you, it, you, you start, once you start paying on your cruise and then you start looking for your ticket early, you're good to go. Mm-hmm. And, and by the way, it, it up until the end of this month, the deposit oh, is yeah. down to fifty dollars. And but if after the month is up, it's two hundred and fifty. But she always calls me and let. This is the second time that the, the price, the deposit price, has went down. 
so real blessed because she keep me up she keep me posted on when it, you know they have sales and stuff on so you never know what's gonna happen you know but if you can get in on the fifty dollar why it's on running now you know that'll be a good thing but after the end of the after this month it'll be back up at 250 but it, it's subject to go back down to fifty dollars so if anyone want to get in contact with me just send, shoot me out an email or you know, let me know something on Facebook. I think I shared my email uh, the last time, but I share it again. It's nelsonrobbie at sbcglobal.net. And you can send me out an email and I can send all the information to the lady that's working with uh, me on the cruise. But I would love I would love for you to share this information, family. I really would to kind of let's, let's support each other. Let's just work together. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Well, Robbie, uh, any other thing, uh, darling, you you thinking of? Um, any announcements that y'all may be up to? Or working on anything like that? Um. Okay. <clears throat> but, you know what? Uh, why don't you, if you don't mind, darling, mention the. The family reunion, I know that's major to you since we're doing these announcements. We get these out of the way. Not get them out of the way as they're not important, but just go ahead and cover this so we won't forget. <laughs> okay. Uh, the family reunion is August 3rd through August the 5th here in Austin, Texas. And um, if you did not receive an email from me, what I need from you is an email address. And I can shoot that off to you. And I know some people, some people do not have email address. And and I hope people share this information. But also, if I have an address, I can send it to you. Okay. So um, we're we're looking into some great things for this for the reunion here in Austin. What kind of activities you got there, darling? Just just so people will know. Okay. Um I'm hoping that well, we're going on a boat cruise down the lake in Austin. And is the scenery is great and is relaxing and it's air conditioned, you know, it's gonna be August. Mm. Um, I think most people are gonna like that. I going to try to see if I can get my mom to go. I know she's not going to get on the water. So, um, yeah, that's Friday night. And then Saturday, I'm hoping to do what you call a boat. Um, The duck tour is going to pick us up, give us a tour around Austin, you know, for sightseeing. And then it's also going to go into the water for a little bit. So, uh, Oh, sounds nice. And, sounds nice. And and I'm not sure. I went on one before, and I got a chance to drive the boat. Wow. So I'm uh-huh, I'm hoping for that. Saturday, uh, and it's <laughs> never mind, Robbie. No. What? What? No. Who are they gonna say? <laughs> I am not No, man I was just messing with her Seriously, Darlene, please don't drive that boat <laughs> Hey, hey, hey I, I drove one in D.C. But I haven't 
seen you cry, baby. I'm 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 I'm, 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 I'm sorry, but I love being on the water, okay? But you're not mm, I don't know, Lord. But you know but you know, for the to be quite honest, you're just sitting there on under the wheel and and uh they take your picture under the wheel. Oh, okay, okay. That, that I'll see. And you, you and it, but it still may be going, but you know, you you kind of you're not really really driving it. I see, I see. Uh, that makes sense. Well, I must say, darling, it's like a well planned out reunion. Mm-hmm. Little fun and here and there, boat ride early. here and there. Go ahead. Huh? That's gonna be kind of early because I want people to go do that tour and come back and relax. You know, because we got something oh, else to do that afternoon. I see. Well, let's do this what family. Uh, Who's that, Robbie? I said everything really sounds good, and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, and family, I will be there. I'll tell you that I will be there. Austin is just a hop, skip, and a jump. So no alibis. I will be there. Don't know how long, though. My goal is to be there for the whole thing. Worst case scenario, I'm only there for a day or two. But neither... Uh, it's neither here nor there. I will be there. And I hope you will, too. All 13 states should be represented there. We're talking about Kansas, Florida, Texas, California, Arkansas, Missouri, Alabama, Georgia, Michigan, Alaska, Oklahoma, and, yes, Ohio, Ivory, and everybody is in Ohio. So, anyway, family, let's do this. Uh, let's take a little break. And I want to bring on the one and only Tosh and E. Carriger. And we'll be back. Uh, Robbie, question. Are you able to hang out for a little bit? Uh, I'll probably come off and on. I'd like to say something before I get off for a minute, though, uh, about, okay. the Ohio, about the Ohio incident. I would just like to ask the family, you know, really pray, pray for the nation right now because people are not really looking at it. I was reading and reading and looking up some information on this young man and he talks about I mean to me in this in the phrase of religion people I mean really we have to pay attention. Everybody have different ways they pray, they they serve a religion. A lot of times people's not looking at it as a bully bully issue. But you have to look at that too. I mean I mean you have my heart goes out for the injured but my heart also go out for him too because the way he talked like it was a lot of bullying. So we have yeah. to really pray for this. we have to really pray for this nation on bullying people and 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 things and that are going on. Are, yeah, it's it's like we're getting there. So how can we talk about another nation when our nation is not doing good itself? So please, just we have to really pray about this bullying because this this young man, he was happy to graduate and to go on to his other degree. He was he's he was really happy. So he said he was uncomfortable at praying. We we should never be embarrassed to pray. Wow. About we should never be embarrassed if someone say, Let's come together in prayer. You know, we should never be embarrassed in giving God the time for that because every morning you think about it, you wake you don't wake yourself up. God you don't wake up on your own. We have to understand this. So to me, myself, it turns to your, you don't know who was messing with this young man. You don't know what was saying to this young man. So all of this that that turns into what this happened, 
is sad. It's really sad because they're going to put the blame somewhere else. But I still say something went wrong for this young man to lose his hope, and he had hope even when he he started attending that college. And we just like pray for the young, pray for the ones that have been injured, and pray for the ones that are still dealing with this, you know, and pray for his family because they have a loss too. You know, so that's all I have to say. Just pray up. The bully, bully is for real. In families, in business, out here in the, the nation, bully is real. And wow. thank you, Sarah, for letting me say that. Well, listen, we'll talk about that if you don't mind. You want to hold on with Tough to the Little, because I don't think we need, we, can, we hit that enough, because Trump is, is creating already has created an environment. Some people say, hey, that's not the real him. He just said I'll have to get in. Well, he's already sent this this clarion cry to white supremacists all over the country, and I'm telling y'all, it's serious. I've been keeping my ear to the ground, and, been, and I'm telling y'all, I don't want to make this show so you know, gloomy, and, uh, uh, but again, we're about solutions on this show, but I'm telling y'all, you got to be alert, family. You, we just can't be you know, somewhere. Um, anyway, it's not, he has yeah, it's not and a lot of people is taking this yeah. time to exercise hatred. Go back, this our country, and a lot of them is it's just a lot. It's a lot, but let's do this, family. Let's take a break. We come back. I like I would like to, if you don't mind, Robbie and uh, uh, darling, for sure to revisit that if y'all don't mind. Do y'all mind that? No, I, I don't mind. Okay. Well, we'll take a little short break. Then we'll be right back. Here comes E. Carriger and Tasha. We'll be right back. You can't miss this. Good morning and happy Monday. This is Gwen Burks with the Christian Women's Unity Alliance E-Courager. Love always perseveres. 1 Corinthians 13:7. Love does not give up on those it loves. When it is hurt, it forgives. When it is rejected, it accepts. When it is misunderstood, it is kind. When it is ignored, it serves. When it is unloved, it loves. Persevering love waits on the one it loves. This respectful love grows into a responsible and maturing man or woman. Those who endure in their love relationships come out the other side deeper in love with one another. The enemy attacks at points of exposures in our relationships. Busyness is his brainchild. If Satan can cause us to neglect the people who know us the best, so they like us the least, you know what? He is happy. The deceiver knows how to shift our affections to love to only work. However, your tireless love will not fall to the temptation of exchanging your mate's respect for status. Moreover, love your mate in tough times. Give to them 
when they have nothing to give to you. Remember, love is loyal. This has been a Christian Women's Unity Alliance e-couraging moment. Be blessed and be encouraged. And always remember that God loves you more. Good evening, family. I am excited to be here with you once again and anxious to share with you recipes, remedies, and reduced prices. My hope, guys, is that it will add a little flavor, healing, and some change in your pockets. Again, my name is Tasha, and the first R&R free R segment is recipes. And I want to do something a little different today, uh, share something with, uh, for you guys, for your little fuzzy love, loved ones at home, so for pets. So I'm going to share with you a homemade pumpkin doll treat. Um, it's a super easy uh, recipe, and the good thing about this, you know what's going in it, and so the same way that we look out for ourselves and try to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves and putting the best things inside of our bodies, this is an opportunity for us to do the same thing for our pets. So homemade pumpkin dog treats. This is a recipe that is adapted from an, uh, allrecipes.com, so they have this recipe online. But the ingredients are easy, guys. Two and a half cups of whole wheat flour, two tablespoons of peanut butter, two eggs, a third, a three-fourths a cup of pumpkin puree, one tablespoon of water, and then you can find you a little bone-shaped cookie cutter or any other fun-shaped uh, cutter that you can find. As you can see, these are very simple ingredients, and they're a fraction of the cost of what you can buy in the store, and they're really good for our pets. So basically, guys, it's just like doing anything else. You mix everything together in a bowl until the dough can be formed, add more water you know, in small increments if you need it, I'll roll out the dough on a well-floured surface, you know, about half an inch thick, and you're going to cut out your shapes and place it on a cookie sheet. Uh, you can make dots in the middle of the bones, you know, by using the end of a fork, just kind of give it a little bit more, you know, decoration. You're going to bake these at 350 degrees for 15 to 16 minutes until they're slightly brown. Let them cool, store them in a covered jar, and they last for about uh, two weeks. It makes a 90 treats, guys, so it's a lot, so this goes a very long way, so... I'm actually excited. I'm going to try this with my, you know, with my little one here, and um, and I'm quite sure the, the pets will love it all the same. And on to our next uh, R, which is we're going to do reduced prices. We're going to jump into that right now. And because there's lots of stuff going on, as I'm pretty sure that you know, I want to give you something different that's out. Uh, there's a lot of um, deals with the Black Friday. So we'll kind of touch on some other things like movie tickets. Over at Adam Tickets, they're offering $5 off the purchase of Rogue One, which is a Star Wars story. So I don't know if any of you guys are into Star Wars, but you have to pre-order this. This movie doesn't come out until December 15th. And trust me when I tell you, if, you know, if you're a Star Wars fan, this is going to sell out. So you want to get in and get your tickets early, but you can save $5 off. You want to use the promo code EXTRA at checkout. Again, it's over at Adam Tickets. And so, you, you know, you choose a theater near you, you click the showtime, and then use a code, and then you'll save five bucks uh, uh, at the end. Uh, this code is limited to one use per customer. So, you know, you can go in and purchase uh, different ones. Now, some theaters you can choose your actual seat, so you just kind of have to figure out how to do that. And, um, and it's very easy to find theater. And there are so many theaters that you can, that are near you that participate, so you'll be able to find some good deals. So, and then also through December 31st, you can score a free movie ticket through this website. If you see three different movies using this, uh, the Adam Ticket app. So if you download the app on your phone, you buy three different tickets, you get a free uh, movie ticket. I don't know about you, but around the holidays, we do see a lot of movies. Just kind of seeing with the weather changing, it's just a great activity to get out and do with the, with the kiddos. Uh, also, as a reminder, over at AT&T, today only, you can buy buy one, get one free movie tickets if you're an AT&T customer. 
This is every Tuesday as a reminder. So just go online, put your phone number in, and you can claim your free ticket. And you don't have to go to movie on Tuesday. You can choose any day of the week, but you have to purchase the buy one, get one free tickets today uh, and, and every Tuesday. Over at Kohl's, Kohl's has a couple of um, – uh, codes that you can stack to, to save money. Uh, the codes Tuesday and Deal Seeker. Tuesday gets you $10 off of a $50 purchase, and Deal Seeker uh, gets you an extra 20% off of the entire purchase. So, one of the deals that I was looking at uh, doing is you can get four pairs of shoes. I was looking at kids' boots, um, and the kids' boots are like $14.99. So, you can get four kids' boots or four kids' boots and shoes, whatever you decided to do. Um, but these shoes, guys, are normally the normal retail price on these shoes are up to $54.99. So once you get all of, you know, you purchase four and you put all those deals in, those boots come down to $9.99. So really, really good deals. Again, remember the tip that I gave you guys a while back. If you're an adult lady, you can also buy kids' shoes up to the size 9. That would be a 7 uh, in children's sizes, respectively. So whatever size you wear, you go down two sizes and that's what you buy. So if you're in an 8, uh, you would buy six in in uh, youth. So six youth uh, size would be the equivalent to an eight women's shoe. So I don't know the men's, but usually men can't get away with buying uh, kiddo shoes unless they have really small feet. But uh, they also have a deal for the same thing. You can apply that same deal to um, to the adult size, you know, the shoes. So you can get four pairs of boots. They ring out, you know, and apply those codes, and they'll be about $17.99 a pair. So get out there, play around with these codes, and just uh, figure, see what deals you can find out there. Um, and let's see, remedies. Uh, I, the thing that I want to discuss again this evening was just sort of us, you know, the, the stress and everything that people are experiencing with all of the things that are going on politically and all this stuff. I just want to... Um, you know, I think that we need to be more aware of the extra stress that we bring into our lives and continue to live. And, and, and I ran across this quote by MLK, and it says, we must learn to live together as brothers or we will perish together as fools. And so pretty much what I got from that is that we spend so much time fighting. And so in the end, <laughs> we literally look like fools, you know, and we're doing just what the enemy wants us to do, you know, is to fight. And so every day I find an opportunity to, you know, whether it's with people from my own race and other races, I deal with a lot of people from different races. The majority of the people I deal with are from other races. But I try to make sure that people see me as a, per as, as a woman first. I, I, I try not to make sure that I don't bring up things that isolate me. Now, if the situation calls for it, you know, by all means. But I don't try to isolate myself uh, to where they see me as a black woman. I'm a woman. I'm a human being. I'm not a subset of a people uh, or, or a race of people. I, you know, we're all humans. We're all on this planet together, so we need to learn how to be together and, and love together. And if we believe that all men come from one man, then we need to, you know, act like that and quit being, you know, separatist. And, I mean, we, we do need to identify things that are going on in this world, but we can do small things every single day when we're at the grocery store holding the door for someone, you know, sharing a kind word noticing something that's in someone else's life that you kind of speak into in a positive way. Um, and you would be surprised the looks I get sometimes by just doing a kind gesture when I'm out, something that, that defies the stereotypes of what people think they know about people that look like me. So I'm just being a human being. And so I think that we need to learn how to live together more. And the first thing we can do is just buy small things in our lives every day. But then we need to, as a people, we need to work harder to be the best that we can be 
in, in, in every aspect of our lives and not make excuses and, and to subscribe to even the stereotypes that we give ourselves, the things that are on the radio, the things that are, you know, put on television screens for us. We have too many examples of, you know, greatness in our community to keep making excuses. So we have people that are doing it, doing it big. So I think it's all time for us to get out there and support one another and be family in all aspects of the word. Be family and look out for each other and help each other and demand greatness from one another. Guys, I love each and every one of you, and I know that, uh, th- you know, this program is reaching and, and doing just what we're all talking about every each and every day. So I'm excited, excited always to be a part of this. And I just want to thank every, uh, you know, thank you for allowing me to share this information with you. Um, and God, let us all continue to grow, inspire, and connect one another. Remember, family is everything. Until next time, guys, God bless. And that was Tasha. Doing what Tasha do. I always enjoy her, especially when she talk about uh, having a proper perspective on this, that, and the other. I really, really, really am blessed uh, by Tasha. Well, anyway, let's go back to the phone lines. Uh, darling, your line is open. Robbie, your line is open. And in a little bit, we're going to be hearing from our guest. Um, she'll be in the house. She just texts me and says she'll be in the house in a little bit. Uh, so let's do this until we hear from the one and only Miss Tawana Moore Hill. I just wanted to just, um, well, she probably going to call in a minute, so we'll see here. Um, let's do this. Robbie, you brought up something. I tell you that is really um something dear to me and that's this whole bullying thing and I love how you talked about the nation uh, from a standpoint of the country so I don't want to get too deep in it because we're going to bring on uh, Tawana but i tell you what are you able to kind of hang out maybe after the interview if we have, if we have time kind of revisit that Oh, yes, we can talk we can. about it until she pressed one. We can talk about it until she pressed one. She told me she's going to be coming on in about another eight minutes. So until she comes on, we'll talk about it, and then we'll bring her on. But afterwards, are you able to hang out? Or if she don't go that long, we never know. Yeah, uh, yeah, I can. Okay. Well, like I said, we can talk about it until then. But the one thing I want to say real quick about that topic before she comes on is <laughs> – Robbie, we got an issue, Darlene and Robbie, because I am having trouble with people that want to even talk about it. How can you fix something when you don't want to, A, acknowledge it a problem, B, talk about it? I have never seen in the years of my living a problem be solved when you don't want to acknowledge it and two. Classic example, on my Facebook, and I just posted this on my Facebook for those of you that want to see the details on that, but there's a young lady who's dating a white gentleman, which I'll be, I 100% agree with interracial dating as long as it's based upon love and all the right things. She's not a problem. But this girl was dating this white gentleman, and she said when Trump came on the scene, she began to start seeing racism in him, and then when he won president, he began to really start saying some racist things that she had not, uh, that, 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 alarmed her so much so she left him and I was a little bit upset at both of them not upset but just kind of saying to myself how can you be dating someone and not know that they have those feelings he was he was on the internet for crying out loud telling people to go back to their country they told the Ghanans to be from Ghana if you don't like this country da 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 leave you know and she was just she just was blown away by it so she started posting different things he say my thing is how do you date somebody and not know that those feelings are there. With how bold he was with that, he had to have been saying stuff. And so 
I just conclude, somebody said when I made this comment on my Facebook, somebody said, oh, you're judging her. But I just think a lot of us is so happy to be with white people, and I'm tired of this, that we just, I'm talking about those that are like this. Not everybody's like this, folks, this interracial dating. Again, you have true love out there, and I agree with it and hope that they find, that they continue to be married forever. So I'm not a racist or anything like that, but I don't like it when our people is so full of self-hatred and the way she talking her mannerism it's like she's trying to be of that coach and i'm not talking about speaking proper we all supposed to be speak proper you know but you know i have issues with people speaking nasal when you weren't born around in idaho or somewhere but you can just tell that she just wants to be a part of that culture sometimes it's at the cost of your life so i want to know what y'all thought of that i know you don't know the young lady but it, uh, either what Robbie was saying about the bullying, darling, if, if, I love to hear what you have to say about that, or either what I'm saying. But how the question, I guess, to y'all is how can we fix anything before Tawana comes on? I just got to you know what y'all feel about this. But how can we fix something, family, if you don't even acknowledge and see the problem? You got to first acknowledge there's a problem, right? Yeah, well, it it we a lot of problems people don't want to acknowledge it. That that's just like for instance, you can be in love with someone and you're gonna overlook those little bitty issues, but to someone else, it's a big issue because you're saying to yourself, how is they being with that person, knowing this person is cruel? I mean, you know, listen, listen at the things they're saying. So, I mean, I've seen that post, and I, I I don't, I didn't feed into it because at the end of the day, if I'm in a relationship with someone, I should know what type of person he is. I'm sorry. That's just my opinion. If you're yeah. in a relationship with someone and you don't know them by now, okay, if his issue is like that with Trump, what was his issue like with Obama, President Obama? I mean, Thank what was you. his issue? You know, and so my thing of it is I refuse to feed into that. I will not because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, when you're in a relationship with someone, you take the time to get to know them, to grow with them. After you've been together for so, for so many years or so many months or whatever, their, their side is going to start coming out. That's just like frying a piece of chicken. Sooner or later, it's going to get crusty. Okay? That's my take on it. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, listen, I'm uh, to and it's my opinion. Well, I thank you for that. I was looking into it a little bit. I don't know how long Tawana can go. She's, I wanted to go as long as she had wind in her. But if there's room after the interview, we'll talk about that a little bit more. But she is in the house. But I really appreciate that, uh, Miss Robbie. So let's go ahead and go get a little music on here. I always like to bring on, I guess, just a little something. Oh, this is a very popular spiritual song, especially for this conversation. So again, family, y'all know this song? Y'all should know this song. Anyway, this is Miss Tawana Moore-Hill. This is uh, Calvin Spain's daughter. I know you know who Calvin is. But uh, I actually had the opportunity to sit with Tawana and her husband, um, believe it or not, uh, at the at the reunion. Uh, did you know that, darling? I, did I tell you that? 
you know, I'm not quite sure. Yeah, I, I sat with them, and uh, well-mannered kids, my wife and I talked about it several times, and um, my husband, it was her, her husband, the two kids, and, and my um, my son, Josiah, we all sit at the table uh, 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 at the reunion, and so I got to see them firsthand and have a little conversation, and um, so anyway... I'm going to go ahead and bring her on the phone line. I miss Tawana Hill, and I'll let her talk about that if she wants to talk about that. Uh, Erica 205, 222, Miss Tawana. Are you there? Hi. Hello. hello. How are you? All right, how are well, you? Well, say hello to Miss Robbie and Darlene. Hi, Robbie. Hi, Darlene. How are you? <laughs> Hi, how you doing? Great. We're doing good. Doing good here. Good, good. Well, Ms. Tawana, again, I want to thank you for accepting the invitation to come on. Uh, we have so much trouble getting people on. Not that they don't um, want to support the show, but people are shy. People are, you know, so it's always good to have guests whenever they accept and come on. So thank you, thank you, thank you for that. And, You're um, welcome. Uh, just want to say, uh, uh, Darlene, you say something? No. I heard a little noise in the background, but we'll ignore it. Well, Miss Tawana, first of all, uh, I want to go ahead and start without, um, without any further delay, just to bring up your children, and then we'll talk about your, we'll talk about your husband first, and then your children, and then we'll talk about you. So, I want to go ahead and ask the very first question, and Robbie, if you like. You can kind of chime in and ask and, and uh, whatever you want to do, Robbie. You have the, the free reign tonight uh, to just jump in whatever you want. But uh, the first question I want to ask you, Tawana, is uh, who is your family? If you can give us the names, I'm talking about your husband and children, who they are, and just a little bit about them, if you could, please. Um, well, my husband is um, Angelo Hill, Sr., um, we've been married for 16, we've been together for 18 years. We've been married for 16 years. Um, we have two children together. Tiana is 14 and Angelo Jr. is, um, he'll be, actually, ooh, he'll be 17 next week. <laughs> but, um, wow. Yeah. Now, he, wait a minute, he turns what? I, I have to step away just for a second for the mic. He turns what on when? He will be 17 next Tuesday. Yeah, that's the uh, 6th, right? No, yes. no, no. December the 6th. Oh, so it's December. December the 6th. Oh, yes. November is Oh, okay. We thought it was no. Okay, we thought it had passed. All right. No, he's tired. Um, next week, he'll be 17. Okay, okay so I stand corrected. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'll be 17 next week. He was actually, uh, when he was born, he was uh, 2 pounds, 14 ounces. I had him two months early. And, of course, now you can't tell that, but he's growing. Yeah, well, he takes a good picture. Y'all really had some nice pictures. I'm sure, family, again, I sent those pictures out on the email. And if you haven't checked email, check email and see. I sent about 24 pictures of this family. And y'all are a very beautiful family. And uh, I just Thank like you. how sharp y'all are. And I like how y'all sometimes match. Do you have a hard time getting <laughs> them to match? Um, no, actually, the kids 
um, with my daughter, she is, you know, she's, uh, we go to her to ask, ask her what we look like because, you know, of course, our children are our biggest critics. And we know we oh. get the truth out of her. <laughs> but she, um, if, if my husband has on a certain color, she will go and see if she has that color. And then she'll ask my son if he has that color. And she'll say, Mom, what's the color? So that's how, kind of how that goes. Wow. Okay. <laughs> wow, that's really neat. That is really neat. Well, uh, tell us a little bit about them, just what they do, and uh, just just a little bit about the kids and what Mr. Angelo do, and just uh, what's a typical day like with them or something along those lines. Well, my my husband he he aggravates us a lot. That's 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 his thing, <laughs> you know. And and when he's not here, we we he he that's his thing. He aggravates us. He aggravates me. He aggravates my daughter. He aggravates my son. He aggravates the dog. But when he's not here, it's like we don't have anybody to aggravate us. <laughs> But um, he's uh, retired military. Um, oh, okay. So, yeah, he was. Uh, he was in the Navy. Um, he did four years in the Navy, and he moved. He moved back to Alabama. Um, he was stationed in Seattle. I think he was there for twelve years, and then he moved back to Alabama. But um, right now, he's just enjoying being retired. <laughs> He, uh, so I bet he had an he, injury. Uh, oh, that's my he had an injury. Yeah, he um, uh, his um, when he was in, he played um basketball on the Navy's team, um, and he had an injury to his knee, and so he was um, uh, he had left the Navy on an honorable discharge because of his knee, and as time as he worked in. Time went on. His knees caused problems. They would go out. Um, he fell down the stairs one time and caused a herniated disc, and that had to be repaired uh, back in 2010, um, right when I um, actually quit my job to start nursing school. He was taken off work. So at that time, he was off work. I was off work. <laughs> but... um you know, God worked it out for us. We didn't, we didn't have to go without anything. But um, it's it it's, it was a challenge at that time. But we managed to make it through. But um, now he's just he's a disabled vet, and um, he's just enjoying the retired life. I mean, I'm I'm liking him being at home. <laughs> I love him being at home because when the school call or the kids are sick, you know, I don't have to miss uh, him. He's here with them, so wow. he can take care of that. Wow. Well, Miss uh, Darling, you have anything to ask? Well, uh, I'll tell you what, well, let's do this because I did mention Why don't you tell us a little bit about you, what's going on with you, and um uh, well, you know what? We we skipped our very most important question, and since we skipped it, I'll answer. I'll actually answer this question for you. Uh, answer the question for you, okay? That way, give you a break. Okay. And since that, since I since I've dropped the ball here, but this is Addie Douglas's granddaughter, 
And this is now actually I got their own great granddaughter, and this is Dorothy Spain's granddaughter. This is Calvin Spain's daughter. Did I get that right? Yes. (laughs) All right, all right, all right. That's normally our first question. So uh, I'm gonna go ahead and ask the next question. Now let's, darling, ask the next two questions. Um, So who is Miss Tawana? More here. What's what's going on with you? Take your time. Take your time and just let us know a little bit about you. Then what's a typical day like? Let's start off by asking, what's a typical day like with Tawana? Ooh, busy, very busy. I am. Um, okay. I'm a nurse um, for um, allergy and asthma center. Um, I love my job. I'm there typically. I work four days a week. I'm off on Tuesdays. Yay. I'm off on the weekends. Um, I don't work night shift. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, um, I'm i usually at work for about 10 hours a day. Uh, when I come oh, home, so you do, the 10, you do the 10 on and 3 off? Well, yeah. Well, yeah, I work 10 hours a day. Yeah. I mean, I, I have all day during the week. Four days on, three off is what I meant to say. Right. Yeah. Cool. But it's no holidays, no weekends, uh, and then I'm off during the week, which I love. Um, I can get a lot done on that off day. But um, I, when I first graduated high school, I was I told myself I'm tired of school. I don't want to do school no more. I don't I don't know. I'm, no, I don't want to do school. So I worked at a, <laughs> a um, it's like Tyson Chicken in this factory. I think I worked mm-hmm. maybe three months. And <laughs> um, <laughs> I was like, okay, this, this not for me. Maybe I do need to start back to school. So that fall, I um, went to cosmetology school. And, and I, worked, I graduated cosmetology school and I worked in a shop for maybe five months that that didn't work for me either I didn't like that at all I was on my feet Uh-oh. all day I was listening to people complain and it was it was just that was not my calling <laughs> but um, I worked in retail for a long time until I decided I need to like really change my focus so I um, applied to nursing school. Um, I took all my prereqs, and then I applied to nursing school, and I was accepted into nursing school. And um, that was that was a really, really, really big job. Nursing school is hard. It is hard. That's the hardest thing I've ever had to do in my life. Nursing school was hard. Now, break that down. What specifically was hard about it? I know probably lots of areas, but what what stands out? Well, when I found out my very first test that I had to study for was 16 <laughs> chapters, I told my husband, I said, I think I, I, said, I, think I made a mistake. <laughs> he was like, what do you mean? How am I going to study 16 chapters for a test in three weeks? How's that possible? What? He told me, he was like, you're just going to have to book down, focus, study, get it done. Uh, okay. <laughs> but it, I mean, it's it's so much information in such a short period of time. That was hard. 
And wow. when I took my, we had to take uh, pharmacology and we had to take um, calculation quizzes. You had five times to take this quiz, but you had to make a 100 to pass the class. Wow. And, you know, so my focus was, okay, I need to pass with this 100 the very first time so I can be done with it. But you had to make a 100 on a calculation test in pharmacology to pass, in order to pass the class. Like I say, they give you so much information in such a short period of time. And in nursing school, if you did not make a C or above, you could not go on to the next course. You had to sit out and reapply the next year. Wow. Yeah, it was it was hard, but I was I was determined. My first I mean, year, just... it was I didn't I had to sit out because I missed my class by two points. We have to have a seventy five. I had a seventy three, so I had to sit wow. out next year and reapply. What is yeah. the name of the college you went to? Bevel State. Is okay, and it's like located that. where? It's in um, Jasper, Alabama. It's an hour. I had to drive to school an hour from where I live. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, uh, let me ask you this. Um, now, what is uh, a, a day? Just start when you first get up. Some of the things you'd like to do, I mean, uh, when, when that's, I think Darlene may be asking that question later, but I just want to know, like, as far as who you are, what's your day like? I won't get into the other question yet, but what is your day like? Uh, I know you say busy, My but like, like, like a routine is what I'm trying to say. It's the word I'm looking for. What's your routine, if you don't mind? Well, when I get up in the morning, of course, I have to, my son wakes himself up. My daughter, that's a challenge because I have to drag her out to bed in order for her to get up in the morning. Um, they ride the bus, so they leave before me. But um, when I'm up, I'm getting ready for work, making sure they're on time for the bus. Um, when they leave, I leave after them. So when they leave for the bus, I go ahead and leave. Head to work. Um, I stop and give me some breakfast or give me a cup of coffee. And I'm headed to work. I'm at work. Um, You're a coffee drinker like I am. Well, I'm really not a coffee drinker. That's the crazy (laughs) thing because when we were actually at the family reunion um, this past year, we went to Starbucks. Me and my husband went to Starbucks, and he ordered something. And I was like, well, let me have some. He's like, you don't even drink coffee. I was like, I know, but whatever he had, um, I can't even remember what it was. Um, and it was I liked it. So oh really? I, I tried it. So that's kind of like I make my little stop at Starbucks, and I think I'm doing something because I had a cup of coffee. But it's um, when I get to work, um, if I'm the first one there, of course I have to open up, you know, turn on uh, all the computers, make sure the rooms are stocked. Um, if I have some charting left over from the day before, I go ahead and get that done before patients start coming in. Um, okay. When I leave work, 
um, I take my daughter to um, ACE. ACE is a, like a gymnastics um, where she learns gymnastics and different cheering skills. She want to try out for cheering next year at the high school. So um, we go there um, two days a week. Um, if I'm not taking her to some type of practice, she has praise dance practice at church as well. But if I'm not doing that, I'm coming home. How does she like that? Yeah. Praise and worship. Praise and worship. She praise dance. She does praise dance. She she loves it. She loves it. Yeah, because I and remember on, on your photos, actually, you got both mm-hmm. of them standing in the pool pit. Your son is in the pool pit doing something, I don't know. And you can maybe let us know what yeah. he was doing on that particular photo. And then your daughter was up in there as well. And I mm-hmm. applaud the church for letting them stand there because a lot of churches trip on, you know, kids and women in the pool pit. So that, was, that speaks a lot about your church. But maybe you'll tell us about what they was doing later. Go ahead. Okay. Just yeah. Anthony, um, you know. Well, if I'm not ha- having to do any running around, I'll you know come home, get dinner started, and um, read read a book until I fall asleep. If my husband is aggravating me, <laughs> <laughs> I hope that's good aggravation. You've been using that word a lot. I hope it's good aggravation. It is. It if is. There, if I, have mess, I have to mess with him. Come on. Yeah. No. <laughs> Is he there? He he no, he's not here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why you. I say okay, that makes sense. He's, <laughs> he gonna hear this though. Believe that. Oh uh, yeah. He's gonna hear this. <laughs> well, darling, you got anything? Any questions? Okay. Um, I think you kind of told us your your favorite pastime. Oh wait, I you know your talking. No, she ain't pastime. My Mary Kay business. <laughs> well, we can talk about that. Yes, I knew you was gonna say that. <laughs> I did a little homework. Uh huh. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. No, no, you you can talk about it. Um, you, yes, please. Um, I um, ventured into a new thing um, with um, my Mary Kay business, and I have been having so much fun. Mary Kay was nowhere close to my mind, my thought, but I have a friend who I went to high school with. She's um, she's a Mary Kay director, and we're friends on Facebook, and she would post different things that she was doing, and you know their little meetings and just, and it just she just looked at they just looked like they were having so much fun and they had so much energy and they were so positive and motivating and um it seemed like every other day my friend was getting a new car and I'm like <laughs> how are you getting these cars like that like they just giving you I said you got another free car she was like yes. One day I was just laying here in bed reading my book, and uh, she had posted something on Facebook, so I uh, called her. And I said, hypothetically, asking, not that this is something that I want to do. I'm just asking. What? Tell me about this Mary Kay thing. What? How, what is this? And she she talked about it, and you know, she sent me this video. Um, 
magic happens. And it was a, a lot of women on there talking about that Mary Kay business. And when I heard that some lady in Mary Kay made $13,000 in one month, I was <laughs> like, where, where do I sign? I mean, like, how do I get into this? I want to do this. I want, I want to see I bet. this. <laughs> so I, I uh, started in May, and right now I am in our national area, which is over 2,000 people. I am number five in our national area. Oh, great. Uh, sales. Yeah. <laughs> so it was exciting to hear that last week. That I was now, wait a now say that again. You over how many? It's over 2,000 people in our national area, in our unit, okay. our national area. Uh-huh. And I was number five. That's including all the consultants, all the directors. I was number five um, as far as um, sales. For the national area. Wow. Okay. You came to Dallas not too very long ago, right? Yes. We were in Dallas um, the end of July for the Meritage Seminar at the Omni. Okay. Now, let me ask you this. Um, how are you able to get up that quick? I mean, what are you doing that I'm sure people, I've heard people get in Mary Kay and get out, get in, get out. So help me uh, understand what are you doing different, just and the ladies listening uh, may take some pointers, or what are you doing different that make, that is making you successful when a lot of young, I'm not, I don't know how many, but I, I've met people over the years um, mm-hmm. that has been in Mary Kay and they, you know, for whatever reason, get out. So what's going on? What's different? Well, uh, I mean, I... I don't know, but in our unit, we have um, a lot of training um, to help, you know, to help us, you know, get to where we want to be. We have, um, I mean, there's not, we don't, I mean, my Mary Kay business is my Mary Kay business. I work it how I choose to work it, but if you don't put in the work, you don't see the profit of the business. And staying connected with my director, staying connected with our training, and just being consistent, that's that's all I'm doing. Wow. Wow. Well, I know one thing. Uh, you just got in it, didn't you? How long have you been in it? Since May. You probably mentioned this already, but, but when did you exactly get in it? Uh, May of this year. Wow, I mean, I don't know much about it, but I'm, I mean, here in Dallas is obviously where the, where the headquarters is, and I'm, so you always run into people in America, America, here, there. Even though I'm not a lady, I mean, um, still run into a lot of people that's doing the business. And I, I haven't heard this kind of success though in a while. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's. I mean, like I say, if you are in it, and it's something. I mean, I have fun with it. I don't. It doesn't take a whole lot. From, for me, um, a lot of people say, oh, I don't have time. I don't have time. I got to do this and I got to do that. Well, if you just take a couple of hours out of the day, maybe two, three hours out of the week, actually, um, it can be done. But you just have to 
working and be consistent and stay connected with, you know, I tell any new consultant like that comes to our unit, do what the director tells you to do. And I've done everything she told me to do, and it's paying off for me. Well, like what? Just names, if you if you want to share it, that is something that your director tell you to do that some people might not want to do, but it's very helpful. Just give us an example well, you want to share. Um, booking appointments, when they tell us to um, make sure you have bookings on your schedule, um, all that is is um, she, when we first get in, she'll tell us to create a list of 100 people that you know. Whether it's old co-workers, old classmates, um, family members, you know, everybody. And you just reach out to those people, letting them know that you um, have started a Mary Kay business. You know, she, they, give us, they give us scripts and different things um, to go over, you know, um, because they tell us, you know, if, you, if you're saying it right, people will respond better. So this is the verbiage that you should use. And talking to different people. My biggest fear was talking to people I don't know. I'm good with talking with people people I know, but to expand your business, you have to reach out to those that don't know, that you don't know. We don't, um, if somebody has a Mary Kay consultant, we don't, we don't, uh, we don't entertain that anymore because we want that person to stay with their consultant. We don't we don't take each other customers, um, yeah. but you just have to, you know, deal with your Right. Um, Mary Kay has to. Um, she lives by the golden rule, which is treat others as you would um, want to be treated. So we don't, um, you know, they tell us, you know, we don't steal each other customers if. You know, you run into somebody and they say, oh, I have a Mary Kay consultant. Okay, great. Well, you know, continue, you know, glad you use the Mary Kay product. You know, continue to, you know, patronize your consultant. But, um, you know, we uh, we have um, skincare classes. Um, like right now, I'm, doing, I'm getting ready to do another uh, open house. And what that is, is doing... Um, Letting, just letting people know the things you have. We doing. I'm doing. Um, I have a lot of gift sets that uh, people can buy, and you know, just different things like that. Yeah, and if I can jump in real quick, uh, folks, uh, if you have an email and we sent that 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 link out to you. Actually, she have two ads. I, I, I didn't think she'd mind me doing it because it's on the, uh, Facebook already. But it's two uh, pictures, photos with the product where you can get a first-hand look at what she's talking about. Very interesting, Mrs. Tawana. <laughs> yeah, Very interesting. I, I enjoy it. And I'm excited well, to come to Dallas again for the seminar. Oh, cool. Do you, do you know when you'll be in Dallas? It will be July, let me see, the oh, 24th or something, that week of the 24th. Okay. 
Well, let's do this. Darling, you have any questions? I know you do. That's a dumb question. So what do you have to ask? I know you have something. Okay. um, You want to give us any of your achievements or awards that that you are proud of? Well, my biggest achievement is um, receiving my um, nursing degree. Um, when I oh, yeah. um, took my nursing boards, I was terrified. I'm not a good <laughs> test taker. I get really nervous when I have to take a test. Mm-hmm. And I hear you. Um, they didn't make it any better because when we go to the testing site, you have to put all your belongings into a locker before you go into the testing room. I already have anxiety about taking a test, but you have to get Finger, they do your fingerprint. Um, they check your eyes. Wait a minute, fingerprint. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they do your fingerprint. Um, that would make me. That would sure. make some people nervous right there. I'd be nervous. Yes. I don't know. I don't feel <laughs> well either. But go ahead. It was. It was. Yes. Yeah, they do all that. I mean, you have to um, take your turn your pockets inside out. I mean, you have to roll up your sleeve, oh. roll up your pants, legs, and. Yeah, they want to make sure you're going in here. No, no way for you to cheat. Oh, okay. That makes sense. And then they want to make sure it's you who's taking the test and not somebody coming to take the test for you. And not to mention, they are in there with you. Cameras are everywhere. They are monitoring you. But um, I passed my boards the first time I took it, so I didn't have to take it again. I was done. But that was um, that was like my biggest um, achievement. Wow! Yeah, I'd be proud too. That sixteen chapters, that right there is, <laughs> is something. Tawana, uh, sixteen That's chapters in three one weeks. Class. That's the one class, and we have more than one class that day. If we have to take a test, we study all those chapters. With another class, then it's two. Yeah. Wow, I I remember I studied for something called a series six, series uh, seven. Uh, actually, I studied for the mm-hmm. series six when I was worked at um um can't even think Fidelity, and that was the hardest test I ever had to take. It was nothing like what you're talking about, though. My goodness, sixteen mm-hmm. chapters <laughs> in three weeks. We gave us like a month to study this test. And uh, most people flunk it, you know, uh, uh, that first time. It, that was a monster, so I can't even imagine mm-hmm. that kind of cram you had to do. Yeah, now, let me ask you this. No if you study 16 idea. chapters, go ahead, what did you say? I'm just saying you just have no idea, no idea. You don't know how many questions you're going to have when you go to the testing center. And it's, we, they give you four hours to take, I think, 270 questions. Huh. And it goes, now, would, you like going a B student, would you like an A or B student in high school? No. <laughs> I was average. Wow. I was average student, yeah. Wow. That is really Once an accomplishment I, for sure. Yes. Oh, wait, wait, wait. wait. But did you know, they did a study in, uh, about your C students, and, and it mm-hmm. said that, your C students 
in high school are the ones that actually get out and make it in the world pretty much um, because <laughs> I'm going to say it like this. Your C <laughs> students are, are, are kind of, they're lazy. Mm-hmm. They put what? off. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's what they said yeah. about you. You said your C student. You mean your A B student are kind of lazy? A person that goes to school and makes C's. They, they, I mean, they could easily put the next effort up and make A's and B's. Oh, they, I see. I see. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. And uh, wow. And, wow. Am I right, Tawana? Yeah. <laughs> I can believe that. <laughs> I didn't I didn't I didn't I didn't know how to study. I didn't I was just glad I was passing. Wow. Math was my worst subject. Math was my worst subject. Wow. That was my best. Wow. And that was your highest that was your best achievement. Uh, darling I said ask you what was your uh one of your greatest achievements, so you count that the greatest. I don't blame you on that. Wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, listen, you mentioned some books earlier uh, that you read. What do you read? Well, um, I have uh, a couple of books that I read. Right now I'm reading um, Steve Harvey's. So I hadn't started it because I, I just got it. But Steve Harvey's book, um, Think Like Act a like Success. A Act Like a yeah. Success. Yeah, act like a success, think like a success. Um, oh. I have a, a, the power of a praying parent. Um, I mean, I just I have several books that I that I read. Uh, I read me, of course, I read Mary Kay's um, biography. Okay, um, what you Very interesting because she came really? from. Yeah, nothing. Which she created. Now you know she's went through that. I think she just got a divorce, right? Am I? I I don't keep up with the kind of. I think if I remember right. Mary Kay. No, Mary Kay. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know what? what You know what I thought you (laughs) said. I thought you said you was reading a book on Mary Kay, but I forgot. We are talking about Mary Kay tonight. Okay, my bad. Yeah, you go. Gotta listen. Yeah. I gotta pay attention. I gotta pay. Attention. So, what you think of Mary Kay? I mean, you know how she had a lot of trouble with men in her business. They saying you can't do this, you can't do it. What do you think of that? Do it, can't. Oh, I think it's awesome. I mean, because she pretty much <laughs> showed that you know it can be done. And her thing was, the more you tell me I can't do it, I'm gonna do it. And I like yeah, she calls her. She calls a ruckus here in Dallas. There's a whole lot of <laughs> that woman. <laughs> I yeah. know when she lived, she was in the news a lot. She was um, something to deal with, for real. Yeah. Well, yes, yes. Well, well, let me ask you this. You mentioned, okay, so far you talked about you talked about your husband a little bit, talked about your children and yourself. So I want to ask you the same thing. Uh, activities. I don't think you hit that. Like things you and your husband do. Um, I mean, y'all have y'all have all kind of pictures. Y'all look like y'all do a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I mean, I've 
Joe's pictures was really nice. <laughs> Sometimes pictures are worth a thousand words, you know how they say. But it looked like y'all get out and do stuff. So what kind of activities y'all do as a family or just as a couple? Uh, well, when the kid, when I'm off on Tuesdays, we, um, we have, you know, maybe go out to eat or go to the movies. We like to go to the movies early in the day because nobody's there but us. Oh. We can just we sit in the movie theater and just be me and him in, a, in the movie theater because we go like the first show of the day. But um, wow, you know we love going to the beach. We love, of course, we love going down my dad. Um, he's just a couple of hours away. Um, oh really, Atlanta? Is that close to you? It's two hours away. Oh okay, okay. What was the last one y'all seen together? When was the last time we did what? The last movie y'all seen together. You some of y'all like um, to go to the movies. What did y'all um, see last together? Almost Christmas. Almost Christmas. Almost Christmas. Oh, yeah, that's a popular one. That's a popular one. Right now, I got to get to see, uh, I want to see that movie called The Accountant. It's kind of old now, but I still mm-hmm. want to see it. It's taking forever to get down there. But, uh. Oh, Let's yeah. do this, point. I appreciate you, again, uh, answering these questions. you just firing right away. We really appreciate that. So I want to do this. I want to take a little short break because uh, okay. I've been trying to get some health information out to the family. I want to take a little short break, and I want, if uh, if you don't mind, and then we'll come okay. back and finish up. We still have about, oh, three or four more questions, and then we can wrap this up. And uh, But you're doing just fine. Um Y'all just just hope I hope hopefully you don't chew me out for saying this, but Tawana says she's not good at talking. I don't know about that. What do you think, darling? What do you grade her? What do you give her? <laughs> I give her an A plus. You say not good at talking, but she says she's kinda shy. I can't tell though. You do really good though. Serious. Thanks. You do really good, cousin, so just keep just hold still, stay right there and um what we're going to do, we're going to take a little break. And, fam, this is this little, I would like to know, Tawana, what you think of this, with you being in the health industry. I would love to know what you think of this because this uh, this this uh, clip we're about to play uh, is going to be about health. And then we're going to play another little clip. Um, this is a, uh, I don't know if I'll play that. Well, I might as well go ahead and play it. This is a Did You Know. Folks, we talked earlier about me playing a Did You Know. This is a little short clip. It's not long at all. So, But this is talking about the Moors, really kind of a little bit, just a little side row off the topic, take a breather, and then I'm going to come back to our interview. So just wanted to put this out to the health audio, and then uh, on our, um, this is a Did You Know special little clip that I found on the Moors that I think y'all may find very informative, family, and then we'll come back after that, okay? So, Tawana, you okay with the little break? Uh-huh, that's fine. All right, darling, you okay with the break? Yes. All right, folks. All right, we'll be right back, everybody. Check this out, and we'll be right back.
Hi guys, I want to talk about blood sugars. I want to talk about what is a normal blood sugar. Um, well, typically it's between 80 and 100 milligrams per deciliter. Sometimes it could be 70 if you're, you know, it can go down if you're completely giving up sugar, it can go even lower. And that's a total normal situation. Now, what does this mean, 80 to 100 milliliters per deciliter? Basically, that means the ratio of how much sugar that you have in your blood. Now, an average person of 165 pounds has one and one-third gallons of blood in their body, okay? A gallon and one-third of a gallon of blood. Um, and the, if it was normal, let's say it was 90, okay, right in the middle, that would be kind of a heaping, slightly more than a teaspoon. Not quite a heaping, but slightly a little bit more than a teaspoon of sugar per all this blood, okay? That's, if we diluted that, that would be 90, okay? That would be normal blood sugars. And you can actually convert protein and even fat into sugar. So you don't even need carbs to get this normal ratio. But an average American consumes 31 teaspoons of sugar every single day. That's 100 and 30 to 145 pounds of sugar a year, and an average lifetime, it's a dumpster full of sugar. Now, this is why most of the population is becoming pre-diabetic and di diabetic. And the problem is they don't know that they're actually a diabetic yet, or they don't know they're a pre-diabetic because it's not showing up on the blood test, okay? It won't show up because it starts off small and it gets worse and worse and worse, and then one day you have it, okay? But some of the symptoms are, um, you know, you get tired after you eat, you crave sweets, you ha you're not satisfied after you eat, you can't go many hours without eating, and then when you eat, you feel better. That's a pre-diabetic situation. But you don't need a lot of sugar in your diet to have a normal blood sugar. In fact, I recommend you go zero sugar and uh, your sugars will be, you will clear up so many health problems if you do that. Okay, so here's two, two points I'm going to make. You don't need sugar, okay? Like some people say, well, doesn't your brain run on sugar? No, it can run on fat. It can run on other fuels. You, your body does not need sugar, all right? Put your comments below, and I'll see you in the next video. Hey, guys, thanks. You may have heard of them. Maybe you haven't. But the word more simply means black. It was a title that was given to them because of their dark skin. Many people believe that more also means Muslim. But the truth is, there were many different types of moors. There were Muslim moors, there were Jewish moors, Christian moors, and some that practiced a comedic African faith. As a result of the Roman civilization collapsing, Europe fell into a dark age for 500 years. By 711 AD, the Moors made their way into Spain, crossing from Africa to the Iberian Peninsula. After the invasion in 711, more Moors arrived, soon dominating Europe. For 700 years, the Africans who dominated Spain and much of Southwest Europe brought a level of civilization that had not been seen since the ancient Greeks, who were students of North Africans ruled Europe.
Irrigation systems constructed by Moorish engineers, they also created paved roads and public restrooms. Education thrived in Moorish Spain, including 17 universities, 800 schools, several colleges, and public libraries and bookstores containing 700,000 manuscripts. The Moors during this time were also heavy translators of ancient comedic texts and scientific texts. This was also especially important considering the fact that 99% of the population were illiterate, including the king who could not read or write during this time. During the time of translating texts, the Moors had translated the works of the Greeks, not knowing that they were actually translating the works of their own ancestors that the Greeks had misunderstood. The Moors were also aware that the world was round and not flat. They took their knowledge of geography and created maps that showed all land and sea routes, their location in relation to the latitude and longitude, it is no surprise that when Christopher Columbus decided to explore the world on his flag in the city of Cordova, the Moors constructed splendid palaces with manicured lawns, marble, carved walls with heavily decorated hallways, grand fountains, lamps, and 700 mosques. All while kings were unfortunately living in large barns with unfinished chimneys with no windows. The Moors also introduced proper hygiene, such as wearing undergarments and bathing with soap and water, which before this time was thought to be a sin and an unclean thing to do. Also in the city, there were 80,455 shops and 4,300 markets where you could purchase anything from spices, silks, glass, leather, pottery, and other goods. The Moors excelled in education, but they also enjoyed leisure activities, such as horseback riding, marksmanship, chess, and they even enjoyed discussing war tactics and strategies. The Moors were also heavy listeners of music. They brought into Europe classical music, the piano, and other string instruments. Again, you listen to the Douglas Kennedy Family and Friends Network. Y'all remember that old song by Rose Royce? It's one of my favorites. Anyway, hopefully it's yours too. But tonight we have the one and only Miss Tawana Moore Hill. She's just talking about a little bit of this, a little bit of that, her family, accomplishments. I hope y'all enjoying this interview as much as I am and Darlene is. Um, before I go back to the interview, I just wanted to say, uh, what did y'all think of that little clip of the Moors? 
what he said we would uh, I would do a did you know so that was one of those did you know things I thought it was a little different normally we are the ones to do the did you know uh, Darlene and I will say something that you know to see if the family knew it or not but I thought I'd play a little clip I thought it was interesting I want to continue to keep little history little short clips like that coming your way family because uh, I'm telling you what's, what's coming down the pipe we need to be uh, alert and aware of who we are and what we've done those moors was something else, uh, bringing history and, and, and civilization to uh, Europeans in the Dark Age. A lot of people don't know that. But anyway, we'll go back to the phone lines again. We're interviewing the one and only uh, Miss uh, Tawana Moorhill. Now, y'all should have heard earlier that she is, for sure, the great-granddaughter of Addie. Y'all know Addie was a uh, uh, daughter of Ed Nisabelle. This is the... Uh, Douglas Kennedy, Ed Douglas, uh, uh, Isabel Kennedy, uh, Family Friends Network. So, anyway, she is great-granddaughter of Addie and granddaughter of Dorothy Spann. Dorothy Spann is Calvin Spann's mother. Okay, so we have uh, Tawana on the uh, phone line, and she's just talking about this and the other. If you missed the interview, remember, you can go back and click... Uh, after the show goes off, family, you can rewind, and I would strongly recommend you do just that. So far, Tawana, and we'll go to the phone lines here in a second. But so far, she's talked about how she's related. We talked about how she's related, rather. She mentioned a little bit about her husband, uh, been, been in the retired military. She's also talked about her children and uh, told us a little bit about them. She also talks a lot about herself, which we want to hear more of that, and uh, what a typical day is like in the life of Tawana, uh, some favorite pastimes. She mentioned some books, movies. And again, this is our cousin. Everybody's phone line, most of us are related, and we're just trying to get to know each other a little bit more. Having said that, we'll go back to the phone lines. Tawana, your line is open, and Darlene will open up your line. And Okay, hold on. There we go. There we go. All right, Darlene, now your line is open. Tawana, uh, got a question. You ever heard of Rose Ross? You ever heard that song? Oh, yes. I know all about Rolls Royce. <laughs> my, well, father well, was a DJ. my father was a DJ. My father was a DJ when I was growing up. Did y'all know that? Really? Yes. Wow. So he probably exposed you to all kind of good music like that. That's good. That's good. Well, I want to tell you, young lady, I really am uh, impressed uh, by your accomplishments and what you've done and what you're doing and... Uh, you remember y'all said with me at the reunion, and so I saw your family yeah. firsthand, well-mannered. And I don't know if you saw it, it was in public. Of course, it would be well-mannered. But, you know, a lot of folks can't even be well-mannered in public, <laughs> whether or not they yeah. their father and mother's with them or not. So I got right. a chance to see y'all firsthand, and I was impressed. And then just to hear some of the things you're talking about tonight. Again, uh, that's what we do. We're just trying to bring the family a little closer and, uh, oh, I know what, what I want to ask you, and darling, what did y'all think of, uh, darling, what did you think of that clip of the Moors? You ever heard of that? Those people, the Moors? No, I'm not quite sure what you asked of me. But we played at the Moors just now, before the song. Oh, what did you think oh, of that history? <clears throat> I'm sorry. I uh, had to go run and do something. I didn't hear it. Oh, okay. Well, you get a chance, you got to rewind it and listen to it. I'm telling you, it's really... Yeah. Uh, and then what's so crazy is... Interesting. 
Yeah, and what's crazy is, Darlene, is this is a young lady. That's why Pitt played her clip. It's thousands and thousands of books on the Moors. These are the people that went into Europe, and they were dark-skinned people, and they brought civilization to the cavemen that was in Europe. That's your history. They don't have nothing to do with me. It's history. But I didn't know it. I was looking at Oprah's show. And a guy by the name of C.T. Vivian who walked with Dr. Martin Luther King, he brought that up. And I was saying, is that right? But I thought, you know, Oprah would have nobody on their line. So I did my own research, and it's all out there. But you'd never know that. Again, when there was cavemen in Europe, there was civilizations and dynasties before Europe even became a nation. I thought that was crazy. You heard her talk about classical music and all that. Anyway, folks, if anybody interested in that more, that is a book called Stolen Legacy along with other books. But the only books I'm familiar with is Stolen Legacy. That's the one I personally read. But it's a lot of books talk about the Morris. Back to Tawana. Back to Miss Tawana Hill. I want to ask you a question, young lady, if you don't mind wrapping this up. Uh, we got uh, maybe one, two, about three more questions. So I want to ask you this. This is a real life scenario question, a real life scenario question. Um, mm-hmm. We always like to ask one thing to kind of get your, we don't want to, I don't want to talk about politics tonight, but let's talk about things. Uh, uh, what do you think uh, a lot of young people, since you have well-mannered children, uh, why do you think a lot of young people don't go to church? I'll just, we'll just talk about the church a little bit and not get into politics. I don't want to, we kind of hit that a lot. Mm-hmm. How how do you get your kids so active in church? Why, why do you think a lot of young people your ki- your kids' age don't like church? And, they, and I saw your kids up in the pulpit. And also, Tawana, what were they doing in the pulpit? And why do you think a lot of uh, young people just don't feel church these days? Well, um, I don't. I think it starts um, at home. I mean, if their parents are not in the church. Um, Uh-oh. They're not, they're not being introduced to that, you know, that part of it as far as going to church. I, um, my grandmother uh, was big in the church. And when we would go to um, Haiti, Missouri, where they're from, you were going to church. I didn't care what was going on. You were getting up going to church. And I think now, in this, with this generation, people are just not into church. Um, you have the, you know, a lot of people say, oh, I can just look at the service at home. You know, uh, we're not, we're not pushing church um, for our children. We, you know, it's, I think it just starts at home. I mean, if if I didn't go to church, what makes me think my children would go? You know, if, I mean, of course, they're teenagers and they're growing up. I want them to be able to make decisions on their own, but you're not going to, I'm not going to go to church and say, okay, well, y'all don't have to go. No, we're all going to church. Um, what they were, my children are, um, we go to a little small church. Um, they are very active at church. Um, 
they have um, youth day, you know, every year. And in those pictures, they were on program for youth day. Okay. Um, my daughter, I think she was doing the um, welcoming occasion. Um, okay. My son, um, which they're always doing something on program anytime we have something. Um, I can't remember what he was doing. I think he was doing the um, altar prayer. Oh, really? Um, at that time. He's comfortable mm-hmm. with that? He he well he say he's nervous but he gets up there and do it. <laughs> That's pretty he deep. An altar prayer for a child is pretty serious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're um, our pastor really involved our youth. Uh, we have youth Sunday every third Sunday, so the children conduct church service that that day. Good for y'all. They do the announcement. They they they're very involved in the church. Smart pastor, smart pastor. I like that. I like that. What do you think of that, darling? It's a good process. I think that's a great deal. Yeah, I never heard. Actually, I have heard of that, but it's been a while since I've heard of a kids conducting an entire service. They may let them get up and do this, that, and the other. But that is really mm-hmm. good. You're getting them used to being in the pulpit, and more importantly, getting them used to being involved. Because I'm telling right. you, I was coming up. Church was boring. I couldn't wait to go on the last mm-hmm. row, get my little, my, uh, you know, uh, body position to take a long nap. And they didn't mind me mm-hmm. going to sleep, and I didn't mind sleeping. <laughs> and that's why right. it was. <laughs> what do you think of that, darling? I think we as kids always go through something a little like that. Mm-hmm. But, yes, you are right. Yeah, but, and these um, churches, of, go ahead. With, uh, to, with this generation, there are no, um, there's no, I don't, you know, we, you have parents who consider their children their friends. You know, it's that like, is you know, so you, true. I'm, my, my kids are, no, they have their own friends. I'm not a friend of yours at all, on no level. <laughs> um, I'm from the old school. And that's just, I, I don't know. I'm not going to be partying with you. I'm not going to, no, we're not, we don't do that. <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, let's do this. Um, and again, uh, folks, you listen to the Douglas Candy Family Fans Network. We interviewed our cousin, the one and only. Uh, Miss Tawana Moore here. Tawana, what do you prefer to be called? Tawana Moore, Tawana here. What do everybody call you when you're off the air? And what, what do your friends call you? Just Tawana? They call me T. My first name is Tawana is my go-by name. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> my first name okay. is Tawana Tanashika. What? Oh. <laughs> again? <laughs> My, it's Tawana Tanashika. So, is there a story behind that name? Well, <laughs> my aunt, my dad's sister, my aunt Dale, she says she said she tells me if I had been a boy, it would have been if my mom was gonna name me. Um, uh, I can't even. Itawambe Matumbo or something. <laughs> 
But my mom got my name out of an African name book, and it means born to be loved. Oh, so my dad, oh. <laughs> dad always tells the story that when um, when he came to the hospital or whatever, transpired and he saw the name, he was like, uh, what is this? <laughs> yeah. So, so she's gonna name you Thirty again. She was if I was a boy, I'm gonna have to call my Aunt Dale and ask her what exactly it was. But Edawambe or something. I don't know. But I was like, I'm glad I wasn't a boy. <laughs> now Tawana Thomas Sheeta, that's that's enough within itself, but well, it's it definitely me. unique I remember, thing, but I like it. I remember unique. being in elementary school. You know, we had the green paper we had to write on with big lines, and I think I, my name took up the whole one sheet of paper <laughs> when I was um, <laughs> in kindergarten, in first grade. I remember I couldn't go to recess because I had to learn how to spell my name. And... Uh, it was. I remember that. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I you said you could go to were, recess because you have to learn how to spell your name. Yes, I was having. I was having to learn how to spell my name. They told wow. me they wanted me. I I had to spell my whole entire name. I had to say my whole entire name every morning, and I had to uh, spell my name every day because I was, you know, Tawana was that was my name. Wow. But no, it was my whole name. Oh, wow. Of course, I had to learn yeah, it I had first, this, but. I just had a question on the tip of my tongue. Something you just mentioned, and it, uh, I, that's why I need to write stuff down. But uh, I'll think of it. I'll always do. I'll think of here. But listen, <laughs> let me ask, because I haven't mentioned the phone lines. Uh, anyway, anybody on the phone lines, um, feel free to press one if you want to talk to our cousin. Uh, the one and only Miss Tawana Moorehill is is in the house doing her thing. Just like I say, we've covered qu- quite a bit of ground here, and this is what we do, family. You know, y'all have had a load, a uh, boatload of stuff happening tonight. We started off with talking about a uh, inventor, uh, Philip uh, Imogali. Speaking of Africanness, Africanet Tawana, and he was the inventor that invented the, the fastest computer. That's where we get a lot of our speed from. And we just kind of been jumping around, talked to Miss Ivory. I'm just re- just recap here for those uh, that kind of came in. Uh, spoke with uh, Miss Ivory about the Oklahoma City, uh, excuse me, the uh, Ohio State uh, situation, and had uh, Robbie did birthdays. Uh, Tasha did uh, encourager, very nice encourager. Robbie did I'm, I'm sorry. Oh yes, Robbie, Robbie did the last. Yeah. Absolutely. She did the uh, uh, the cruises that's coming. Darlene covered some other announcements. Tasha did uh, her thing, the three R's, recipes, remedies, reduced prices, e-courage by Gwen Birch. A lot of coming y'all's way. The show has been a fun feel, packed information. Then we, t- we, we got the health information out there. So... Uh, now we are gonna we're in our final stretch with our guests. So I wanted to say this. This is not uh, something I had planned, but what do you think of the show? Uh, 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 what do you think of the show, Tuan? I mean, just 
from what you've heard, kind of grade us. Um, I think the show is a wonderful idea as far as for the family. You know, um, I love what you guys are doing to try to get, you know, get the family together because we are such a huge, huge family. And we mm-hmm. need to we need to get to know each other, um, not just in passing, you know, but we just really need to stay connected. And I think this show is um, will keep us connected with each other. Yes, yes, you're absolutely right, and that is why we do what we do. Well, listen, um, appreciate those words. Appreciate those words. You one question, Darlene kind of hit on a little bit, but I think you might have answered a little bit. But any awards that you've got that did you already answer? I know you mentioned some achievements, but any awards that you want to share with the family you that you've got? I know you're doing your thing in Mary Kay in a big way, but any awards um, that you want to share or let us know about? Awards, awards, awards. Well, I'll tell you what, chew on that one. I don't want to put you on the spot. Chew on that one and come back to it. I want to ask you this while you think, because I know you can multitask. If you did a 16 chapters in three weeks uh, nursing test, you can do anything. So uh, while you're thinking of that, again, any uh, wars you want to share, I've got something for you I'd like for you to uh, answer. Tell us something about your parents or grandparents uh, that you cherish. Well, with my grandmother, I um, cherish the fact that she did make us go to church. And also, my grandmother, she was a teacher. And anytime we would visit, I would go every year for the summer. And then we would go every year for Thanksgiving. I love the fact that she made us go to church. And now, (laughs) I love the fact that we would have to do, of course, she was a teacher. So we would have to do, like, schoolwork. During the summer, oh, which okay. I didn't care for that back then, <laughs> but I appreciate it now that she did that. We didn't like it, you know. I'm like, okay. we're down here to have fun for the summer. We don't want to do no school or we out. But my grandmother was a teacher, so we had to do that. Um, my dad, uh, everybody knows I'm a daddy's daddy's girl. Oh. Uh, uh. <laughs> He is um, he is my biggest fan, my biggest supporter. Um, I love my dad. I was so excited and glad when he moved from Michigan to Georgia because I would get to see him more, get to hang out with him more. Um, he oh, that's just, right. Always, live in, uh, he lives in uh, Detroit, right? Yeah, that's where I was born. I remember right? him saying that. Yeah. Thank you for bringing I forgot all about that. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I will always cherish. I don't cherish everything. My dad. My dad. Um, he was a um, martial arts instructor, and I uh, I took martial arts for I think it was twice a week for a few years, and um, I enjoyed it at first. But then I was, you know, growing up. Becoming a teenager, I didn't, I didn't want to go anymore. So I was like, I want to, I want to hang out with my friends. I want to do other stuff. I don't want to do this anymore. But um, my dad was a big, he, he was a big influence in my life, and he still continues to be that. 
um, I saw my mom. Um, now, now let me let me pick it back off that question just a little bit. I mean that comment. Did, did you get, ever get a chance to use any karate? <laughs> martial arts. <laughs> what? Yeah, and uh, I got in trouble for it. Really? But uh, yeah. What happened if you don't mind sharing? Well, <laughs> let's just say the person um, we were. I was. I guess I was being bullied. Not really bullied, but Uh-oh. I guess she thought she can pick with me because I was so quiet. And she picked with me one too many times. Uh-oh. And she became one of my best friends after that. <laughs> wow. But um, I, I kind of got in trouble for it a little bit because... Um, did you tell her you, you know that. the thing you're supposed to tell? Let, let me ask you, did, did, did she, um, you tell her, hey, uh, I am a da-da-da-da belt? I think you're supposed to tell her before. Did you do that? No. That went all out of my way. No. <laughs> yeah, then you, I you did know, not. Yeah, because you people are a walking weapon, they say. That's what they say. That's what they say, and that's kind of what I got in trouble about, but... Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you like it, darling, huh? <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Let, let me tell you this little story. My niece was like maybe four years old, my great niece. And uh, my niece had her in karate lessons. Mm-hmm. So she goes to school and she wants to show the teacher. <laughs> Some of her moves, and the teacher was running from her, and, and my and my niece was um um okay. My niece was uh <laughs> I'm getting a call in, and I'm not sure if I can uh, blend her in. Um. Anyway, well, you can work uh, on that. You want to work on that while I talk to uh, Twana? Well, it's too late now. She's you can try. Just be careful. Don't well, get disconnected. She's gone. You know what she's, she's gone. She's gone. Okay. But anyway, my niece get in trouble. My older niece get in trouble because her daughter got the teacher running around the desk. Now, can you imagine <laughs> a grown woman running from a four-year-old? And my niece <laughs> had to go to school. And she ended up taking them out of class. Wow. Yeah, yeah I'm sure that came in handy. Yeah. I'm sure that came in handy. Well, listen, let, let's. Yeah. You talked about your. Uh, were you done, uh, Tawana, with that with that particular question? Uh, yeah, were you done? Um, I mean, I just, I, I, just, I just had to pick it back off the karate part of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, it is. Yeah. I'm done. I'm a daddy's girl. I love my dad. I love my mom as well. She's. I am a 42 year old spoiled brat. They say. Really? <laughs> yes. And I, it's wow. my parents' fault. I blame them. Well, that's good. Everybody can't say that. Not I, I think people oh, that can make that statement. <laughs> yes, I blame them. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's a good blame. 
it's a good thing. I tell my kids, <laughs> I tell my kids all the time, Josiah and Kenny and, and uh, Lydia, uh, not Kenny so much, but tell Josiah and Lydia all the time they bless. I think they're wealthy. I think kids that have parents like what you're describing, Tawana, is blessed. And it's a type of wealth. It really is. And it can't be bought with money. There's a whole lot of rich people would love to buy that with that you have. Trust me. Right. Talk to them. Yeah. And yeah. what kills me is people running around with all these good relationships with their parents, and they just, they think, that, you know, they're just everyday Joe Blow. They don't understand. No, you have the prize. But, darling, you got any mm-hmm. questions for the guests? We're wrapping this up. Um, Anything, anything? Oh, oh, one one other question. You posted a picture, and it, I think uh-huh. it's your wedding, and you have all of your aunts there with you, right? Yes. Those are all my dad's sisters. Yes. Can you post that again with their name? Yeah, okay. really, really. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Good idea. Good okay. thing. Thank you, darling. Anything else, darling, you want to ask? Um, I think she kind and of. And I'll ask the last up. question. I'll ask the last question here. Yeah, I I believe she answered. Um, who, you know, who do you want to thank for your success and why? Uh, my parents. I thank my parents okay. and um, actually my husband as well. Um. They have supported me and encouraged me to do whatever it is I decided I wanted to do. Neither one of my parents made me, you know, oh, you're going to have to do this or you're going to have to do that. Um, My parents showed me uh, independence, you know, how I can be independent at a very early age and I was able to um, make my own decisions at the appropriate time. It wasn't like I was 12 trying to make decisions, but um, they taught me to, you know, make good decisions. Choose wisely. Um, Make me believe that I can do anything I want to do. Oh great! And I'm wow. grateful to them both for that. Now my dad, he wow. was he was he was very stern. I mean, we had we had me and my father have a great relationship, but uh, he meant business. You know, he didn't play. So I'm I'm thankful for that. Wow! Right. Give us one scenario where he didn't play. Just <laughs> just. <laughs> Just for fun here. Never, I mean, I'm sure that you have, know probably hundreds, but just give us one idea of the sternness. It's always good to hear. Maybe some well, young people I, out there that I think their a, parents is, is tripping, then you might be able to bring some sanity to them. Well, I saw my brother. Um, my brother was, uh, you know, growing up, he was, he was all over the place. My dad has never, I never got a whipping from my dad. Um, he watching my brother mess up <laughs> and watching my dad um, get him back straight, that was enough for me. Um, wow. He, yeah, he would, um, 
I would hide belt from my dad so my brother wouldn't get a whooping. Uh, oh, my, my that's brother. A good there. I would have. <laughs> well, we did when I needed you. <laughs> <laughs> he was mad, and I'm. He was always getting in trouble, and I was like, "Oh, you know what's gonna happen? Why are you doing this? You already know what's gonna happen." Uh, but I, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I just I saw that. And I didn't want no parts of it. So what daddy say goes, did he say don't do this, don't do that? You better not do it. Because one time my brother got into, uh, took the car and took us to school. And back then, the whole neighborhood was involved, you know. We had, the whole neighborhood were parents. So, of course, my daddy found out about it. My dad found out about it, and you know that was that was yeah, watching my brother act up and getting straightened out. That's all I need to see. Uh, my dad is on play. I'm not getting yeah, that. Something about these boys is just it's just the way we are, I guess. That's just the way we are, I guess. Well, listen, the last <laughs> question, Miss Twan, we won't hold you, because I know in your zone, well, wait a minute, you're on our zone. Okay, cool. All right, well, the last question we always ask to every single guest is this. We got family, maybe not listening tonight, although we got quite a few people on the phone line, believe it or not, still holding. I think we had one person hang up. Robbie got disconnected, and she said she had to some uh, some schooling issues that she didn't know how late it was. So, Robbie, and then I think one other person, I'm not telling why, but everybody's been holding, and I mean holding, okay? So, not just for them, but those that are tuning in tomorrow, the next day, and next year, because remember, this is recorded now. You can send this link to friends and family. Uh, okay, and we got family again in 13 states. What do you have to say to them? What last words would you have to say? Anybody on the phone lines, if you need to speak, uh, press 1. I'm scrolling up and down. I'll look for your number. Remember, I'm scrolling, so I might not see everybody. So press 1 while I'm scrolling. But anyway, I'll keep my eyes on the, on the phone line if you might have any questions. But really and truly, last question we have for you tonight is, what last words would you say to the family? Anything, where would you leave them? Um, I would just say, um, like I said before, we are such a big family. Um, I would say just, you know, we need to try to stay connected with each other. Um, we need to get to know each other more yes. on a personal level. Um, you know, just keeping each other in prayer and lifted up, motivated, um, just being there for each other. We just really need to get to know each other. Um, that way, you know, when we do get together for family reunions, you know, it'll be, you know, we'll kind of know a little bit about each other versus, you, go. you know, That's right. this group That's over right. here, because you be with this group all the time, this is your group. And then you got this part of the family that's in this group because they all, you know, they see each other, they talk to each other. Mm-hmm. You need to, like, change the you know, change the dynamics of it and just really get to know everybody on a personal level. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Well, listen, Miss Tawana Moore Hill, 
want you to tell your husband hi for me and let him know uh, that you represented him and the family well. And uh, I just want you to know that uh, I really appreciate the quality you brought to the show tonight, the class. Uh, you say you're not a speaker. I don't know about that. I would never say that again because you spoke very well. I didn't pick up any type of shyness or stumbling over your words. I think I stumbled more than you did. <laughs> no. but, uh, uh, tell the Angelos, the Angelos pool, both of them, I said hello. And your daughter, Tiona. Well, where did you get that name from? Did you think of, the, what does Tiona mean? It sounds almost like Tawana, except one letter. The E is, uh, yours is a W and hers is an E. What does Tiona mean? You know, that was a name I heard. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's pretty. But it was spelled like T-I-O-N-N-A. And so since my husband and my son have the same name, I didn't want to name her Tawana. So called it Tiana with the E. Wow. That's neat. That is really neat. Well, darling, any any last comments or anything for the guests? Um, I think you spoke well, and I'm glad you took me up on this. And I, re- <laughs> I just really appreciate you coming up, and I look forward to meeting you again. Yes, thanks for having me, guys. (laughs) Well, we thank you again for coming on. And like I say, everybody listening now, they know who Tawana is. When you see on Facebook, say hi. If you enjoyed the interview, say something to her. Family, let's talk. It ain't going to work. This this will not be a success. It's already have been a success to some degree, but it won't be the big success that Darlene and I and some of your family members are, are, are aiming until we communicate. So now that y'all know who she is and her husband is, if you see him on Facebook, say hello. Tawana, thank you very much. Appreciate everything. Thank you. All right, well, family, there you had it. I'm going to go ahead and meet her line. Tawana line is me, darling. Your line is open. Uh, if you want to, darling, uh, if you had any other things on your, on your mind, now would be the time to say so. Otherwise, just give us your final thoughts for tonight and uh, what you thought of everything, especially the interview. Oh, uh, tonight was great. I really enjoyed listening to her. Like, like she was saying, it was a kind of... You know, it's kind of getting to know her. You know, I saw her at, like, three family reunions and hadn't had a chance just to sit down and talk with her. So this was great. Wow. Yeah, I thought so, too. Well, darling, I'm going to meet you online. I'm going to wrap this show as quick as I can. Wait, wait, wait. Before you do that, before you do it, I have my sister on the line. She's representing uh, Arizona in the house. Uh, Doris, you want to say something? Yes, Miss Doris, how are you doing? Enjoying the conversation. Well, thank you. Okay, I got you on the Finally, spot. Finally, we get to hear your voice. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing very well. How are you? Well, you know, I, I would love to hear you on the show from time to time. Maybe you can hang out with us sometime, Miss Darling's sister. I have been invited several times, and I think I will. Uh, tune in and hang out with you all sometime. I just happened to stumble across the station tonight. I think um, somebody posted a link on Facebook and I pressed it and I heard you all talking. 
Wow, that's how easy it works. That's how yeah. easy it works, Doris. <laughs> well, Darlene, you've mentioned your name quite a bit on some shows, so you probably want to go back and listen to as many shows you can and see what your sister was saying about you. <laughs> oh, all so. good, all good, all good. <laughs> Well, that's a bit. That's a lot of work. I won't put you through all that work. But what did you think of the interview tonight? I just got a small portion of it before my phone died, but um, it was great. Yeah, yeah, I thought so too. And uh, and, and Twana said she wasn't good at. Well, she didn't say she wasn't good at talking. She said she wasn't good at talking with big crowds. But I thought she did very well. Hopefully, she's encouraged by Mm -hmm. what she did tonight and take it to the next level. Cause and 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 Mary Kay, she's gonna probably be on that big stage in a little bit. So anyway, um, (laughs) any uh, what would you what would you say about Arizona, darling? What would you say about Arizona? She is in Arizona. Oh, you know what? I don't know why I keep thinking your sister's is in Austin. Why not do that? I have a sister in Houston, but Doris is in Arizona. And well, you know what, darling? Uh, Doris, I'm about to get on your sister. You know what? We don't have Arizona's list. We got Kansas, Florida, Texas. No, we don't. We have Kansas, Florida, Texas, California, Arkansas, Missouri, Alabama, Georgia, Michigan, Alaska, Oklahoma City, and Ohio. I know we keep saying 13. That's how it's 13. Okay, now that makes sense. Well, now it is. Well, anyway, Doris, nice to uh, hear you. Hear you. I have seen your your pictures on Facebook, and I think you've even liked some of my photos. Appreciate that, family. Appreciate you connecting with me like that. And this is what really, Doris, what we're all about on this show, just trying to just, you know what I'm saying, just kind of talk to each other. That's all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tune in more. I think I'm going to save that, that link so I can tune in a little more. Yes. Now, that link is to specifically this show, but I'll tell you, uh, and I'm sure your sister can help you with this, but we do post each week, each uh the show is now every two weeks, and I'm glad I thought that to say to send it to the family as well. Family, our shows are now every two weeks. We will not be having a family show next week. Uh, uh, and Doris, let me get back here in a second. But uh, we will not be having a family show, family, until uh, oh, this is six, uh, the thirteenth. We'll meet again on thirteenth. That'll be the next family show. Next week is going to be a puppy show, Doris. If you want to tune in, cool. It'll be something that'll be for mature audience only. It will not be necessarily family, but the public. No telling what folks going to say. I have to always give that warning to not have kids around because you never know what we're going to be talking about. It's definitely okay. uh, probably R-rated, you know, because you're never going to come in and cuss me out. Or never, you, I ain't hit those hot topics yet, but... <laughs> if we talk about Trump, I don't know what it's going to be, but it's going to be juicy. Uh, it'll be relevant. It'll be something that's going to help us as a people. I concentrate more of, of us as a people on that particular show. And then in two weeks, we'll go back to our family format. So anyway, hopefully you join both if you can. And Darling uh, can provide you with how to get that link. Uh, but listen, any last okay. words, Darth, before I close the show out, Darling? Y'all have anything before I meet y'all's line and close the show? Um, I just like to say it was a great show, and again, and I really thank Tawanda for coming on, and I figured out how to merge my sister in, so um, I wish everybody a good night. 
And thank you, well, darling, night. for everything you do. Say it again, Doris. It definitely was an interesting show, a very good show. I'm going to look well, for her you. on Facebook. Yeah, do it. And uh, she's doing that Mary Kay thing. Maybe you can order some Mary Kay from her and uh, push you over mm-hmm. the top. You might have to be the one cell to push you into the, the, the pink Cadillac. I think they still do that. But anyway, <laughs> thank you, Doris. <laughs> what was that? Thank you. Well, anyway, thank you all for tuning in. I'm going to meet you line. And uh, there you have it, Darlene, as well as Doris. How about that, family? And I'm going to close out this show uh, like I always do. I just want to remind everybody again, no show next week, no show next week, no family show next week. If you tune in, Seth is going to be doing something different. I'm going to have a public show. No telling what we're going to be talking about. And I don't want to offend family members uh, if some of y'all don't want to talk about Trump or whatever because we're going to be hitting hard and heavy politics. I don't really know what we're going to be talking about. May, you just never know. I don't know. Just really, I don't have a clue yet. So anyway, that'll be next week, next Tuesday. And then the following Tuesday, uh, we'll come back and have another family format. That's how we have to do it. These other shows are so easy. These family shows are hard. Believe it or not, they are hard. That's why I was thanking Tawana so for coming on. We've been having trouble. By the way, family, before I close out, if you know anybody want to come on this show, please, Please get a hold of us. Again, if you know anybody that wants to be featured as Tawana was tonight, let us know. We're trying not to choose now. We want the family to choose, the family to tell us who they want. We don't want to keep picking because some of y'all might not like our selections or maybe, I don't know, maybe you do like our selections, but we want the family to choose from now on. So please email us, text us who you want to hear from. Who do you want to hear? They don't have to be uh, a bunch of accolades. It can be regular Joe Blow, no certain job. They have to have they have, to have, to have a degree. They have to be a professional. Anybody, family, that you think would be a good person to show, let us know. All right? It's just that simple. Okay? So you've been listening to the Douglas County Family Friends Network. I'm Seth Azalee's grandson. We had on Addie, uh, great-granddaughter tonight, and, of course, you know Darling is the uh, granddaughter of Ennis Buddy Douglas. Love every single one of y'all. I love every single one of y'all. And there really ain't nothing you can do about it. There is nothing you can do about it. i got this song that's been on my heart really heavy, and I've been singing all week, and I thought I would share this song with y'all. Hopefully you're blessed by it. I really hope that you are blessed by it. Um, uh, actually, it's two songs. So, well, should we do it? Yeah, y'all got to hear this. Um, this is a blessing. Check this out. It's talking about the blood. It's actually two songs here. Two songs. Y'all got a treat tonight. Two songs. Check this out. Good night. The blood that Jesus shed for me
my doubts And it comes all on my feet We have had so many requests, and I, I really want Arthur to hear this one in case he hasn't, but so many of you said, please, have Candy sing that beautiful song she sang last night, Sin Doesn't Live Here Anymore. So if the sound man will get that up, could you do it for us real quick? Take just a minute, darling, and tell us again, so many folks will be seeing you for the first time, especially up in the great Seattle, Tacoma, Washington area. Give a little word of testimony on how Jesus saved you changed your whole life oh, around. For 13 years, I was a rhythm and blues entertainer. And I went all over the world, had gold records and everything. I guess everything the world wants, I had it. But it didn't fulfill me. You see, the world looks at what you've got. And they don't see what we have. And I have found something that I had been looking for in the bottle. I'd been looking for on stages. I had looked for in limousines and, and leather coats and fur coats and what have you and jewelry. It's not there. Amen. I can save you the trouble tonight. <laughs> I'll tell you where it is. It's in Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. He is Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah.
doesn't live here anymore. Anymore. 